everybody, welcome back to the Imagination Station. It's now time again for another movie rewind. I'm your host, Eddie Soto, and I'm here, like always, with uh, Victor Ochoa. Hello. How's it going, Victor? Hello. Worker, worker. And today we have a special guest again, and this time it's uh, Albert Aguilera. Hello. How's it going, Albert? It's going well. I haven't seen you in a while. I'm glad that you're back here. Thank you. In the valley. Or maybe you've been in the valley at 17 years. <laughs> I've, I've been in the valley, too. <laughs> in the valley. The valley is a pretty big place. Yeah. <laughs> I just haven't spotted you in the valley. Yeah, you haven't seen him. But um, good to guy. have you. Um, it's always fun to have people who are who love talking about movies. And I know, uh, from knowing you, I know you love talking about movies. Yeah. So movies great. So this should be interesting. Yes, it's gonna. All be. right. So before we get going, we're gonna go ahead and remind everybody that we have now a Facebook page where you guys can uh, go up there and uh, uh, you know be part of the, par- the conversation. Give your opinion. Let us know uh, what you think of our opinions. Uh, Victor uh, had a Twitter account that he set up for us. Yes, about a week ago. Yeah, so you guys can check that out. And we also have an Instagram page for the for the younger crowd. And speaking of the... Uh, no, no TikTok or Snapchat <laughs> or... or uh, We're working on it. We're You're working your way up to Patreon. Do you guys have private Snapchat subscribers yet? <laughs> we have an offer up. I don't know. And you have an offer up? <laughs> we have an offer up. <laughs> the old mixer you're selling. We have a Craigslist. Um... <laughs> All right. All right. So uh, to the... Um, Eddie still uses Backpage. <laughs> yeah. You, is it still around? I don't know. I, know no, they, I don't they think had so. some issues with it or something. Okay. So um, to the Facebook page, uh, someone had left a comment, and his name is uh, Scott Be- Bethel. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. It's B-E-C-H-T-E-L. Sorry, dude. <clears throat> Sorry if I butchered it. <laughs> if you're listening. Nailed it. So we were talking... <laughs> you nailed it. You butchered it. Yeah. So we were talking about zombie movies the other day, and uh, I was making a point about Ooh, my favorite. Uh, how we all had to kind of were unsatisfied with uh, the way zombie movies ended. There was always really open ended. They never right. really gave you a some fucked up endings. Like a, yeah, they never really gave you an ending. Like how they, they never find a cure, or they never really find you know whatever, right? Like an optimistic ending, like right, right. So I was saying that my ending would be that uh, they just we just fucking lost, and everybody got killed. There was no survivors. It's another part of evolution. But that's kind of like Resident Evil, but go ahead. Is it? I yeah. Don't, I don't know. Well, that's how those movies, like, they imply what's happening. Because every time the movie's ending, and you're like, oh, my God, look, they found an island. And yeah. there'll be survivors there. No, there's zombies there, There's too. zombies there, too. Right. So, but <laughs> I, was, I was telling Victor that it would be cool if it, they just show, like, a, uh, the, the camera kind of moving around the world where everything's just quiet. You know, maybe a couple of zombie noises or something. But for the most part, everybody's just taken out. Like in 28 Weeks Later? Does that happen? That happens in 28 Weeks Later. Really? Does, does yeah. it? I didn't see that one. But isn't there a second part? Because there's 28 Twi- days yeah, later. Yeah, 28 days later and then 28 weeks later. Yeah. So in 28 days, like the whole world goes to shit. And then, you know, that whole movie plays out. And then when 28 Weeks Later starts, it's like barren wastelands except for the like small little pockets of the survivors. And they're trying oh, okay. to reclaim the world. Right. So what I was saying is no survivors. That we just get... Completely wiped out. Right. Like at the beginning of the movie? There'd be at no the movie. End. At the end. Like, for example, at the end, that's it. There, There's no, you know, there's a struggle. There's a fight. Right. We're going to try to survive. But at the end of the day, there's nothing. Yeah, but did, that would never work because then there'd be no sequel. Well, yeah. <laughs> you can't have a franchise. You can't have a franchise. You can't franchise it. Well, that, so. What if, what if it's three trilogy and then the third one, they, right. everything goes to shit anyways. Well, this guy uh, named Scott here, he said, uh, uh, he said, what did you say? Uh, on Netflix, there's a zombie show called Dead Set. It's really, uh, he so says, it's really a shot like uh, like, a, like in eight episodes, but it's five. Mm-hmm. It's five episodes. The first one's like a double. And like You know, it's like the first one's like uh, 45 minutes and the other ones are like 22 minutes each. You know, it's just five episodes okay. all together. So I, I, I actually looked at it and the way it ends, I don't want to spoil it, but it's very similar to what I was kind of saying. You just killed it. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler. 
But I mean, it's not, I don't think it's any. But hey, fuck it. That's what I. That's the point I was trying to no, make. No, but what I'm saying, like World War Z had had some sort of optimistic ending where they're gonna figure it out. Remember, the people had to get some sort of disease or measles or measles yeah. or something in order for the, the zombies to kind of ignore them. Right. So there was that was the only one so far that I've seen that's that's optimistic. Right. Well, you know what was that? I am legend. Had like a similar thing where they had a well, cure. Well, it wasn't zombies. They were like, oh, look, we found the cure for cancer. And then suddenly the cancer cure wasn't really was cancer worse. cure. Yeah. It mutates people into these like. Fucking weird. Crazy vampire things because they can't be in the sun. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, that's what I mean. It's kind of like, you know, the, some sort of epidemic that's killing But that's only people. the director's cut. I don't even think the original theatrical theater version had it. Yeah. Oh, that show's old. I'm, I'm looking it up now. That show came out in 2008. Yeah, it's like from England or something. Yeah, yeah it's a British TV show. And I don't really, it doesn't tell you much about it. But apparently zombies take over while there's a film crew filming. A Big Brother show. Like a Big Brother show. Yeah. yeah. So they're in this. Oh God! So the entire show shot like handy cam. No, 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 oh, my no, no, God. Oh, no, 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 there's that other one on Netflix called Black Summer, I think it's called, mm-hmm. or Dead Summer or something. It's it's similar, but I just absolutely hate the way that they edited the movie. Or mm-hmm. not the movie, but the series. The series is like eight episodes or something, and it follows like 50 different people who are all trying to get to the same place, like in any zombie movie, like to a football stadium or something. And as the episodes go by, it'll show Eddie's part of the journey for like five minutes, mm-hmm. and then Ochoa's version for like five minutes, and then mine for five minutes, and eventually we kind of cross paths for a little bit, but then we right, right. disappear again, hmm. only to cross paths again, and you're kind of like, <laughs> you're just showing me everything six times, only from a different camera angle. Okay. And it's like someone really was like, guys, we really need to make sure every episode's at least 48 minutes. Yeah, and you know, it's funny you mentioned that. Um, I was reading something about how the, what is it, that show? I don't even remember the name. The Walking Dead. Yeah. How it's been losing a lot of uh, viewers, viewership, because... The show's been trash since, like, season two. Right. Well, I don't know about how how far back, but apparently, recently, it's been losing a lot of... The reason I'm bringing it up, because they were saying that they're actually going to make even more seasons... Not really? spin-offs, but actual seasons yeah, yeah, of The Walking Dead. Continue. And that's kind of like the point. Because it is a comic series, and the series yeah. is still ongoing. Right. But that's to our frustration. Like, okay, when is it? How when, many stories can they tell? How many when almost? Sh- when it stops making money. I mean, that, that show's still debuting 20 million viewers an episode. So that's like gold. Did, did you watch the show? I used to watch it when it first came out, and then you're kind of like, nothing's happening. Right. After nothing's a while, right? Happening. No, not after a while. Immediately, you're like, hey, zombie <laughs> show. Because this is when the zombie craze yeah. happened. Right. Like, oh, zombie show, this is going to be dope. And you start watching it, and you're like, okay. Nothing's happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they did search it I out. was a little more loyal. I, I went up all the way to six to the seventh episode, season, sorry. No, but I see what and you're saying now. There was, there, was, there was a lot of that. There was a lot of that, like, some plot side story that didn't really yeah. get you killed. Like, I would totally understand for the first few episodes, maybe even the entire first season, because you're meeting every character. You're like, oh my God, we're in Atlanta and this is how this is happening, blah, blah, blah. So I would totally get that. But then you're two, three, four, five, six, seven seasons in and the format's still the same thing where it's like, okay, some, it's super like shock value to start, then the end, the credits, and then a whole fucking bunch of nothing. And the last three minutes are like, oh my God, and then nothing. Right. 
<laughs> you know, you, you know what you, you can do. Describe it perfectly. <laughs> you can watch the first episode of each season and the last episode, and then because you know they'll just do the recap. You watch the recap and you're caught that, up. That's true. You know, just watch the last episode per season. Good idea, Albert. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> that's idea. what I'm gonna do. But okay, guys. So again, Scott, thank you very much for taking the time and uh, leaving that comment. I did check out the show and I did like it. And, and you just ruined it for all. And the I listeners. ruined it for everybody. So. So everybody, sorry. Well, hopefully not the whole world listen to this podcast. I mean, podcast. but it's still worth the watch. I mean, there's a lot of things we know what's going to happen when you watch it anyway. Yeah. So, you know. But thank you, Scott. So moving along. Moving along. So uh, we didn't do the, the movies, the top five movies, grossing movies of the week. On the last episode, yes. Because uh, we did it on <clears throat> Saturday. So let's go ahead and take a look at that for this time. So at number one was with 31 point. At number one with 31 million was uh, Downtown Abbey, which is from that TV show, I guess. Really? You familiar with it? I'm not. Um, and it's pronounced Downton, not is downtown. It? It's Downton. My bad. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> when I was in London and my cab driver was driving me to like where my B&B was, he's like, oh, do you know what that building is? And I was like, no. He's like, like you know, like, how do you not know what that is? And I was like, because I've never been to London before. Sorry. Yeah. He's like, have you ever heard of a show, Downton Abbey? And I was like, mm, <laughs> maybe. He's like, that's where it's based. And I was like, yeah, great. <laughs> how do you not know that? And I'm like, listen, if you got in my car and I picked you up at LAX and I just start fucking driving you around downtown LA and Hollywood and I start pointing at random ass buildings and I'm going to be like, oh my God, how do you not know what that is? I heard of Boys in the Hood? Yeah. <laughs> that's the alley. <laughs> Right? That's where Rob Lowe picked up that hooker, you know? <laughs> like, how do you not know that? All right, Dumptown Alley then, Abby. Dumptown. Dunton. 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 <laughs> Abby was uh, number one with 31. British shows, though. Peaky mm -hmm. Blinders. That's a really good show. You know, I heard about that. On That's Netflix, Peaky Blinders. Watch good? it. Okay. Loved it. All right, I'm going to check that out. I won't spoil it, though. I'm going <laughs> to check it out. I'm saying I watched it. And uh, okay, so at number two, there's something called Ad Astra. Oh, that movie sucked. Did you see it? I just saw it like three days ago. I had nothing to do, and I was really? in her name. Is that Brad That's Pitt? Brad Pitt right? That's the Brad Pitt movie. The movie is like two hours about nothing. Oh. oh there's yeah. there's no like essential plot. It's just like, I have daddy issues. Is he about, he's about an astronaut, right? They're trying to get a space or something? Or? Yeah, well, in, in this, I won't ruin it for people. <laughs> Eddie, take notes. <laughs> I'm writing this shit down. So the plot is that it's in the near future. And man has been able to go to Mars and other planets. Oh, okay. And Brad Pitt's dad, played by Tommy Lee Jones, was like the pioneer that got us past Mars and, you know, into the outer orbits. And during his mission, he went missing. So, you know, Brad Pitt becomes an adult. The movie is entirely about Brad Pitt. And then it's like, oh, 16 years later. They get, like, these signals that come from what they think is his dad's ship. So now the whole movie is about Brad Pitt, like, okay, let's go see if he's alive while struggling with, you know, daddy issues. So <laughs> probably huh. in space. How do they fuck that up, though? That sounds really interesting. <laughs> I mean, I, How about the Mars and all that stuff and, you well, know, the, 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 where they're at, you know? Well, I mean, it's, it's not like uh, Total Recall, right, where the whole movie takes place on Mars, supposedly, right. and whatever, whatever. It could be like, hey, we're in this room. This room is in Mars, but we don't know that. We just know that we're in this room and we're in the middle of San Fernando Valley. So like they norm it's so normalized. Yeah, it's 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 such a common thing in this movie that space travel exists. It's not like, hey, look, we're in space doing this. It's not like um, Interstellar. It's not at all like Interstellar where they're experiencing planets and and these gravitational pools and all these things about like actual right. space space because they're in the exploration part in Interstellar. Right. Here, they've already done all that. Now they're just talking about Yeah, here, it's kind of like, oh, okay, so uh, we're going to go to Mars. And it's like nothing, right? Like, oh, we're going <laughs> to go to Mars. Like, hey, Eddie, Vegas on Friday. Yeah, I'm, I'm down. That's how they're like, let's go to Mars. Oh. That common. Okay. Yeah, that's like their thing. So you, you don't recommend it, huh? <laughs> it was whatever. Yeah. Well, that, that one did 19 million, so. Somebody liked it. So that, that other movie did better, Brad Pitt. I guess. 
Brad Pitt. That's right. Yeah, it, it does sound more interesting in the in the trailer, I guess, or in the poster. In the, post, in the poster. <laughs> it does look kind of interesting, but, you know. I don't know. It, just, it wasn't for me. Right. Okay. And uh, number three we have uh, with uh, 18 million, 18.8, is uh, Rambo Last Blood. Oh, God. I was going to watch that instead, but mm-hmm. it was, like, only playing at, like, three different times. And I was like, okay, I can watch Astro now or wait two hours yeah. to then watch Rambo. Yeah. You're a Rambo so fan? I'm not going to say I'm a Rambo fan, but of the movies that were out this last weekend when I was at... <laughs> Like near an AMC, yeah. I was like, "Let's go watch the motherfuckers get fucked up." Yeah, and that's Rambo. Yeah, yeah. Ra- Rambo. Ram- yes, I really like First Blood, even though it's more of a drama to some point. Right, but, but I enjoyed it. I like all the Rambo series, even the, even the cheesy two Rambo three. three. It got it got cheesy a little bit. I Which never, one was Rambo three? Uh, he's he's in Vietnam. Okay. <laughs> Original premise from the eighties movies. That was cool with the helicopter. But it was still the yeah, but it got thing. he got a little got a little cheesy. But yeah, I liked I've, it. I've only seen the first Rambo. There's five now, right? Yeah, I yeah. didn't see that that one that he, the, the the recent one. The Bur- I saw the Burma one. That's the one before this one. Yeah, he's like, "Where are you guys going? We're going to Burma. Burma. You got guns." No, you ain't changing nothing. That, that, that's like the the thing from from that movie. Nah, well, see, I haven't even seen that one. No, I only got to so, three. Yeah, <laughs> when that Rambo movie came out, that's when uh, Rocky Balboa came out. Okay, he had shot those movies back to back, and you know why? Oh, okay, you know okay. why he's eighty years old and still looks fucking ripped? Because he shoots his movies in Australia, where it's perfectly legal to take HGH and steroids as long as it's administered by a doctor. Mm-hmm. So he's like, all right, we're going to start shooting on Thursday. Uh, I'll be there on Monday. Doc, you know, let's start doing this. So mm-hmm. he shot Rocky Balboa and uh, Rambo yeah. back to back because he, I mean, the dude was, <laughs> he's got, he had to have been at least 65 when he shot both those movies, right. which were what, eight years ago, maybe? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was fucking jacked. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. So are you saying like those other movies I shot there too? The the what do you call the one where we has all those guys, Chuck Norris, Van Damme. Expandables. Oh, the Expandables. Expandables. I don't know if that was shot specifically. Because he was pretty in Australia. Kind of but that was the the, the, that the reason the reason for shooting Rambo and Rocky Balboa back to back in Australia during that period was because of that. Well, I didn't know that. But it wouldn't surprise me if the Expendables was shot there as well. Hmm. Or at least a scene. <laughs> His scene. <laughs> Like whenever, he had to, whenever he had to go by, when he was stuck for a I, shot. Was it the first Expendables movie? There was three, right? Yes. Yeah. Was it the first one or the second one where there's just that really awkward, super, super awkward force scene with Stallone, Bruce Willis, and Schwarzenegger in the church at the same time? I think that's the, the last second one. one. And second one or the last one? And second they're one. just like, so we're all here. Cool. And it's like five seconds and then it ends. Yeah, because I think, uh, right, they, I think Arnold was a governor still. So he only did like a cameo, right? Like a very small. Yeah, because he had done a cameo in the Jackie Chan movie, um, Eighty Days Around the World. And oh, he was yeah. the governor during that uh, during that movie, and he was in a cameo for like five right, seconds. Right. Yeah. Well, you know why they were also together because they used to own Planet Hollywood, the restaurant back in the day. That's the big deal. Oh. That was the reason why. But they I was together. I was always I was like, where the fuck's Van Damme and Steven Seagal? That was until the third one. Oh, Seagal was Van, in the third one. No, I don't think Seagal. Came Not out. Seagal. I'm sorry. Van Damme, Van Damme was. Nice. And Wesley yeah. Snipes and Chuck Norris. Yeah. Wesley and, uh, Snipes too. Wesley yeah, Snipes. Yeah, yeah. Even Harrison Ford made it to one of them too. Did why, he? Why Harrison Ford? I know. Well, he was in sure Indiana Jones. He, uh, he was one. not an action star. He was an adventure <laughs> person. <laughs> Get it he right. Was not an action star. <laughs> was he not in Harrison Ford? He was not. Excuse you. That I'm. My bad. My bad. No, but uh, it's funny because they uh, uh, on the third expendable with Wesley that comes out, they say a stupid comment regarding his taxes. Oh, I was gonna ask about that. Yeah, they did that, and they all looked at him like, "I don't know the joke. Don't don't even ask me." But it's in the movie. Wesley Snipes. Yeah, <laughs> it's referencing his taxes. That's like really. <laughs> don't pay him. <laughs> all right, guys. So now up next is uh, it chapter two. Oh God. With uh, let's see, seventeen million. The movie that is like, um, what what was the the tweet? Oh, look out, LBGTQ letter community mm-hmm. it is homophobic 
and everyone was like, what? And they're like, it, I haven't seen the movie, right. but according to this tweet that went viral when the movie came out a couple of weeks ago, this guy was like, oh, it kills like a gay guy when the movie opens. And everyone's like, well, he's he's a monster. Like, right. doesn't matter if the person was gay or black or white or Jewish yeah. or whatever. It, he's like a monster. He's going to kill you regardless of what your background is. Right. And he's like, well, it shouldn't have been that way. Right. Um, well, he didn't kill any straight people? Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm under the impression that the other people that he killed were straight. <laughs> It well, was really bizarre. Like, we live in strange times, man. No shit. Dude, I know. Trust me. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, I, I haven't seen it. I've been wanting to go out to see it, so I might see it pretty soon. Only because I want to know. Isn't it like three hours, though? I Well, you know what? I, feel I like- get so off-put by movies that long. You know, I'm going to go watch a movie, and I'm getting my tickets. I purposely like will be like, oh, Eddie, I'm really looking forward to this movie. Buy the ticket. I'll Venmo you. I don't want to accidentally see the runtime. Like, I'm really excited to go see the uh, Joker, right? But right. I don't want to accidentally look at the runtime and find out that it's three hours and 12 minutes. I'd be like, nah. Really? Movies, 2.10 max. Like, 2.15, maybe 2.15 if it's, like, some <laughs> epic type of movie. But these two-and-a-half, three-hour movies, the fuck out of here. Well, did you see Endgame? Are you a Marvel fan? I don't know. Uh, I am. I did see it. And I was, unfortunately was... heard that it was, like, 2.58 going into the movie. And I was yeah. like, shit. <laughs> did you enjoy it? Did it feel Did you feel did you it? But, yeah, it didn't necessarily feel like a three-hour movie. Where was there like a lot of stuff that could have been cut out? Mm-hmm. Absolutely, fucking lutely, yes. Um, but Did it bother you enough to be like, ah, oh, fuck, I shouldn't? It was good, right? I mean, no, I, I... it was good, but I, I knew that I was getting really long because I was like, okay, normally I don't have to get up to take a piss during a movie, even if I have like the monster drinks. In this one, I was like, okay, I've already gone once, and I might have to go a second time. Oh wow! Like this is this movie's going Damn. on way too long. This is fucking Lord of the Rings uh, status right now. <laughs> You know what? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, if you break that movie down, you got the the aftermath, you got the caper, the time caper or whatever, and then you got the you know the ending, you know. The, so it's like three little right. three little movies in one, you know. But that's neither here nor there, guys. You do live in the theater, Eddie. Yeah. <laughs> so do you have an AMC subspace? An AMC one? Yeah. No, actually, you know which one I use? I use um uh, Regency. Okay, so let me. And I'm totally plugging AMC here because AMC is like the shit. I was for the longest time telling them, guys, you need like a season pass for the movies. Mm-hmm. And then right. Movie Pass came out, which recently went this, out of business like a week ago. Yeah. And then AMC was all pissy about it because they were doing their own version of it. And I was like, oh, thank God. So I think it's $21 a month now. Uh-huh. And I get to go to three movies a week. Any movies. New right. movies, old movies, 3D, fucking VR if they've got it, Prime, IMAX, whatever. Right. And oh, I, okay. Yeah. And I'm like, for $21, I mean, IMAX tickets after 4 o'clock are 26 bucks. Right. I'm like, fuck yeah, let's do this. Oh, okay. Oh, wow, I didn't know that. No, what, yeah. I have, what I have is a, <laughs> an, uh, is a rewards card. Yeah, well, that's how AMC's had it. They had the Stubbs program, which right. I think think was a dollar a month so you'd pay the, the 12 bucks for the year yeah. you get like free upgrades on your birthday they wouldn't charge you for doing online ticket purchases yeah. and stuff like that and you would accumulate points which right. would then give you free popcorns or movie tickets yeah this you pay 21 dollars a month you get three movies of any kind without restrictions or blackouts a week and you still rack up the bonus points Oh, okay. So I'm I'm there so often that I'm just like oh let's grab some popcorn I'm like oh you have ten dollars saved up I was like fuck already this is awesome <laughs> oh that's cool you know what because do they still have the, the the movie pass that they have not the not the movie pass but the AMC pass yeah yeah, yeah. they still have it because where with me like last year I think I got about twelve movies for free because you know when you go so much because you take your kids and all that um so it accumulates and then you also had like you know, like you said the concession stand so once in a while when we go with Victor how they're like oh you got five bucks here you got five bucks there no for sure dude uh, especially it hurts when the movie sucks yeah I, I, <laughs> but with the Subs pass with the subs pass if the movie sucks, just get up and leave. Yeah, well, you know, we, I took my kids to go see uh, fucking um, 
Uh, we went in the day purposely because it's cheaper, cheaper yeah. right? And it, yeah, we went to go see. Um, During the week, did you get them out of school? No, 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 no. We uh. went, it was the weekend. It was in the weekend, and then we went to go see it in three. It was in three D, and it was like eighty bucks, dude, for Alice in Wonderland, dude. The first, the first Robin, not Robin. Oh, that was years ago. Yeah, it was like eighty bucks. So that's back then, right? Tim Burton. Tim Burton, the first Tim Burton one. Oh my god, dude! It didn't, it didn't bother me spending the eighty bucks on my family. What bothered me is that I spent it on that. <laughs> well, I mean, it's like, okay, let's pretend Edward Scissorhands never happened, right? Right. Which, in my opinion, is a whatever at best movie, whatever no. at best. Let's pretend that never happened. This, we wouldn't get these, like, just constant bombardment of garbage movies that Johnny Depp and, and uh, the cookie guy make together. Yeah. Because I'm going to say it right now, like, Batman, the first Batman, maybe it was super awesome. Like, I... I wasn't old enough to have seen it in theaters in what eighty eight is when that movie yeah, came out, 80, which is what Sylvester yeah. Stallone blames killed the action star because uh, Michael Keaton was like, "Oh, I'm going to be a superhero," and Sylvester Stallone's like, "Yeah, with your fake muscles and a muscly suit, that's fake." Right. So he blames that on the superhero action movies right. of the eighties, you know, kind of dying. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm just like, I, I don't get the whole thing with Tim Burton. I'm like, okay, your hair's kind of funny and your ex wife no. is kind of weird, but no, no, I get it, I get it, dude. I, I, I hear you. It's I just don't like everything not, he makes. And, and here's the thing. And because Tim Burton presented the fucking Nightmare Before Christmas, people associated with, oh, that's Tim Burton's movie. It's like, no, he didn't direct that movie. Yeah. He was one of the producers on it. And mm-hmm. so everyone's like, oh, my God, Tim Burton. And it's like, you're yeah. you're worshiping the wrong guy here. He didn't direct that movie. It's like, uh, God. Well, I get it, dude. <laughs> he's horrible. There's a lot of shit of Tim Burton that I, I don't get either. But He's not as bad as you, Bull, but he's up there. <laughs> There you go. You bowl that German fucking director that makes all the video game movies that are oh, really terrible. Oh, I thought you said you bowl like he's like bowling. Like, no, no, no. I thought you said, well, you see me bowling, I guess. No, because that's bad too. <laughs> oh, is it bad too? <laughs> For sure. I was like, fuck, it's, it's out there, huh? <laughs> all right, guys, moving on. Um, let's see what we got. Uh, number five, we got Hustlers. That's that Jennifer Lopez movie oh, at sixty man. million. Great ass. She's still making movies. <laughs> what i said she, she has a great no ass. i don't say it as a as a bad thing like to insult her i'm just saying like okay you're yeah i've seen her in a while years right? old but you're like filthy rich and you still make a ton of money touring and doing your music like at what point are you stopping all that stuff and you know you have like four ex-husbands and like six kids i think she's got three kids yeah. and you then take time to go do the the movie thing yeah like yeah. movies you don't get done in a weekend you know movies you're yeah. through pre-production post and then her doing all the promotional stuff like you're on this for a, a year yeah. Well, I guess she was really involved in this one, even like I think even so behind she's probably the scenes. one of the producers on it. Yeah, from what I see, like she was really like, oh, this movie has to be made, kind of shit, you know. And I she has a great ass, guys. I'm sorry to be the the caveman here, but no, no, no. Okay, guys. So that one's uh, like I said, was that six sixteen million? Who else was in that movie? That Asian girl from uh, Fresh Off the Boat. Supposedly she has some sort of following. I don't know who she was. Oh yeah, what was that? Uh, she said, uh, was it Filthy Rich Asians or something? Is that what it's called? Crazy Rich Asians? Yeah. I never saw that one. Why say Filthy? It's another show. <laughs> They're filthy rich. They're filthy rich. Okay, Constance Wu, Jennifer Lopez, Julia Stiles. That's that one, guys, and uh, and uh, that was the top five of uh, over the weekend. Woo! How exciting! All right, guys. So moving along, moving along. So now we're gonna move along to the, the movie news. Uh, we do we do about what we do uh Albert, we do a movie storyline a movie story he uh, has a soundboard Eddie you don't have to no, do the no things. we don't use it we we edit it well we don't have a we don't have but I'm just doing it um so every episode Albert we do a we do a kind of like movie news kind of thing mm-hmm. just one story usually you know it's about time we have um and then this one is actually pretty cool especially for you because you're a big oh. Jurassic Park fan yes I don't know did you like Jurassic Park yeah yeah well I don't want to ruin it I actually posted those on uh, Twitter did you yeah. 
Oh, Jurassic uh, Jurassic World three. <clears throat> Another one. Yeah, Jurassic World three, and the thing is that the the, the original cast is coming back. Yep. Like the whole original cast? Well, well three no, no, for three sure. For sure. Uh, what is it? Uh, Jeff Goldblum. Goldblum, uh, Neil, and the lady, Laura, was it Laura Dern? Yep. Is so, Chris Pratt coming back? Yeah. So okay. Yeah, in the, in the Bryce Dallas Howard. Okay. Lady, they're all, they're, I guess they're going to just kind of be all of them together. But now, I don't know how much they're going to be in it. You know, you know, like, you know what they did with Goldblum last time? You know, he was like in the trailers and all that stuff. And then he was like in that little scene in the courtroom or whatever. So I don't know if they're going to have more of an involvement. Yeah, I don't even one. remember him being in that movie. Yeah, he was just like something. Really? Like, yeah, he was in it for a little bit. The last one, Jurassic. What is it? Jurassic World or? I did not see. It. I Jurassic, don't remember seeing him. Whatever the fuck. Seriously, yeah, I it was remember. Jurassic World two, right? Or yeah, something? the second one. Yeah, I I just kept thinking, okay, I've already seen this movie before. The dinosaur <laughs> got loose in San Diego. Yeah. In this case, it's gonna get loose in like Northern California. Yeah. Really? Yeah. In oh. Jurassic Park two, they're like, oh, we're gonna make like a Jurassic Park in San Diego next to Sea World or whatever. And then oh, yeah, the, yeah. the T Rex like running down the streets of San Diego and shit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was such which, bullshit. Which was shot in Burbank. That was yeah. such bullshit. Oh, oh, you mean part two? Yeah, part yeah. three oh, they, was the one where that little kid gets like lost, and they send yeah. mercenaries to get him. And yeah, yeah, the guy's like, "Oh, I'm not actually a billionaire. I just own like a remodeling company." But those are Jurassic yeah. Parks, still, right? Yes, yes. The one I'm talking about is Jurassic World. That's what right. I'm saying. No, what I'm saying oh, is I'm that saying. when I saw Jurassic World two. I was like, I've already seen this movie before. Oh, because it's of Jurassic Park, Park 2. It's right. literally the same fucking thing. Yeah, you right. know what I hate about that trailer, though, too? Like, they fucked us over, dude. Because when the trailer, you see the T-Rex, like, out in the, I guess, California, wherever the fuck he's at. And they're like, it barely comes out in the movie. You see, uh, That's how they get you in, Eddie. The yeah, trailers. Like, fucking little piece of it. Like, <laughs> and it's over. Well, yeah. So, that was the that was the kind of the news that was all, all over the, the interweb. Yes. Which I thought was kind of cool. I mean, if you if you if you're a fan of Jurassic Park, you're probably. I am excited. a fan. I, I'm actually. Well, I am going to see it. So. Do you think Jurassic Park would work in real life? What do you mean? Like, like if if we had an island and we were like, all right, let's turn Catalina Island into Jurassic Park. Right. Do you think realistically it would work? I think it would if we did not do three things: no flying dinosaurs, no water dinosaurs, no uh, carnivore dinosaurs. Okay. If we got rid of those three things, which would be the things that could fly away from you, swim into a vast ocean, or just murder you, yeah. I think Jurassic Park would, like in real life, work. Yeah, and also have these fuckers watch the Jurassic Park movies, <laughs> right? And go, you see what happens? Like, let's let's not do any of that. Okay. Well, especially the Velociraptors, whatever those fast fucking intelligent ones. Yeah. Those are the ones that seem like because the T Rex seems like he's got little hands. You just tie him up. I don't know. He's pretty strong. That's gonna be funny. I feel. <laughs> no, and what's happening now is with like robots in the Matrix, like Boston Dynamics. They keep every few months they come out with new videos of their of their uh, AI robots doing crazier stuff. And today, this morning, one came out where it's like doing somersaults and like rolling and spinning and, and literally jumping and spinning at the same time. What the fuck? And we're all like, okay, so like Elon Musk has been telling us for like a decade now, AI is gonna kill us, and they're like still moving forward with it. Yeah. Like, all right, let's uh, let's figure out a way how it, you know, to make sure Skynet does not become self-aware, like it did a couple yeah. of years ago with with Facebook. Do you remember that? They oh. had two AI computers talking with each other, and it got to the point where they both started talking talking to each other in such a sophisticated way that humans couldn't understand it so they unplugged them and i'm like you see that that shit right there that's that's skynet that's fucking creepy man yeah yeah fuck dude I, i'm telling you we were just reviewing that other movie what was it called uh the jexy jixy or jexy jexy the com- comedy yeah yeah where the phone is like like we're on our way there dude you know the phone became like oh, self-aware or some shit okay Adam i, I saw the trailers for that one yeah i saw like, the trailers for that one and this is like just like fucking a skip from fucking skynet you know <laughs> that's exactly what, what i had said you know like yeah all of a sudden, the phone is doing all kinds of shit to you. He wanted to block this fucking 
his bank account. Uh, yep. I was sending pictures of his dick to different people or whatnot. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. that, dude. Why do they do this, dude? Like, I, I don't know. It's they're like, in a hurry. It's like that Jeff Goldblum line from uh, Jurassic Park, which could apply to a, a million things. It's like when scientists were doing this, your scientists were so preoccupied with whether they could. Wait, what? Whether they could that they didn't stop to think if they should. Right. So that's that's the actual quote. Oh, hmm. makes sense. My dys- dyslexia totally just hit me there. <laughs> So, yeah, so I was saying, like, I think, like, in the movie, remember, he says, like, life will find a way. Like, even though they were all female, they started reproducing. Right. So you wouldn't, I don't know, maybe eventually you'd still get a fucking velociraptor down the line, you know. Yeah. Or something. (laughs) It'd be cool. I wonder if we would get jaded, dude. Like, Okay, here's what we're doing. Here's what we're doing. New plan. We start a Patreon for this podcast, but that Patreon goes to raise money for a Jurassic Park. (laughs) Cool. Yeah, we just get a small cut. You're welcome. Thank you. All right, guys. Start donating. Wow. We'll set up the Patreon. You know, but, uh, you guys, do you think that we would get jaded like they did in Jurassic uh, World Part 2 where they have to start creating these fucking, like, these horrible fucking oh, killer absolutely. dinosaurs? Absolutely. Like, it wouldn't be enough. Like, yeah. I mean, I imagine if we saw a T-Rex, we'd be like, oh, my God, a fucking T-Rex. Bad for how long now? And they may eventually be like, oh, it's a T-Rex. Are you excited going to the zoo and seeing an elephant? No. No, just It's think a fucking amazing animal, and yet we don't give a shit. Yeah, just think about how it is when your relatives from, like, not Los Angeles come visit. Yeah. And they're like, oh, my God. There's stars on the floor of Hollywood, and you're kind of like, no, 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 like bum shit and piss on there that yeah. might be covered in AIDS. What are you, are you doing? Why are you kissing that? <laughs> exactly. And they're like on the floor lying down, and you're just like, no. Oh, my God. I'm, <laughs> no toques. Oh, my God. I licked uh, George Clooney's star. Wow. Yeah, or, it's kind of like that. Whoever the fuck, yeah. Mm, I could see that. But that, that, I mean, like I said, that was an interesting take on that second Jurassic World one, you know, where like it wasn't enough. Right. Where for us, it'd be like, are you serious? But it wasn't enough for the, the investors. It was about money. Yeah, like it always that. comes about money. Yeah, at least that's what they. Like, that's like what I got. No from one's it. gonna fucking notice. You have like a Velociraptor army. Come on, really? Like no one's gonna notice that. Right. Well, and here, here's my thing. It's like, okay, congratulations. If this was like 1918 and we were in France and it was World War One and we still weren't technologically advanced or fucking the Civil War, yeah, I'd be like, you know what? Here's a trillion U.S. dollars. Or here's all of our gold. Give us these crazy Velociraptors. We train to fuck up Confederate soldiers. No problem. 2019, <laughs> I'd be like, uh, where are my drones? Yeah, we'll, we'll be mid podcast and be like, oh wait, Eddie, hold up, I, I see, I see some Velociraptors in Burbank. Uh, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what were you saying, Eddie? Boy, <laughs> oh, I got some Van Nuys now. Mm. Uh, that's Bam. true, dude. Uh, how fucking stupid was that, dude? That was a stupid uh, well, yeah. I think premise, premise that, of the plot, man. Well, I guess his point was that they can go into caves and all this shit and all that. And it's do, still kind of lame yeah. as you think about it. Yeah, and drones can just blow things up. And what was it, that, 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 uh, that other one about the whole... You know, the fucking collectors and shit like that, you know. The collectors? Yeah, remember they were buying the dinosaurs? They were, like, auctioning them? Oh, right. You know, Again, where... no one's going to notice. You don't, You have a stegosaurus <laughs> in your backyard or some shit? Like, no one's going to notice that. Dude, they said they were really rich. How long before they ran out of money just on fucking... Feeding them? Feeding them. You know, like dog food or whatever the fuck, you know? Yeah. Imagine that, that fucking food at the Costco. Yeah. Well, that's the story, guys. I'm kind of excited a little bit about it. Hopefully... I am. Hopefully there's more to them than just, like, a fucking speech in the beginning. About why we should not hurt the dinosaurs or why we should kill them or whatever the fuck side they're on this time. Right. So that was that. Moving along. Now it's uh, it's time for Victor's favorite segment of the show is just uh, give them cash or trailer trash. Trailer trash. Give them cash, trailer trash. We have a song. We have, we're working on it. We're working on it. You're, you're okay. <laughs> um, so we just saw the trailer right now for the movie. Fuck, what was the movie? Un- uh, Uncut Gems, was Uncut it? Uncut Gems, yeah. Uncut Gems. Uncut Gems. Albert, you tell us if you give them cash or trailer trash or save it to the end, whatever you like. 
I, I liked the trailer. I would absolutely give Adam Sandler my cash. Right. Um, especially in this movie where he plays a, a gambler from what the trailer shows me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like Adam Sandler movies. I think the only Adam Sandler movie I've seen that I did not like is uh, Punch Drunk, Drunk Love. Love. Yes. Thank you. That Thank movie you. was like absolute <laughs> trash. Right. right. Um, but all his other movies, like whether they're like just really stupid, like goofy Netflix movies that he makes – Right. Or stuff that he put out in theaters. I like his movies. Yeah, yeah. Like, they are what they are because I'm there to be entertained. Like, I I go see an Adam Sandler movie. I know what I'm going for versus going to see a movie with Daniel Day-Lewis. Right. You know, if I go see a Daniel Day-Lewis movie and it's kind of like, oh, I found a remote that pauses things and I can watch women run in slow motion, I'd be like, come on, Daniel, really? You're better than this. You're the butcher of five points. Come on. Yeah. But his background is not, hey, SNL right. writer, comedian. Yeah. You know, Adam Sandler, SNL writer, comedian, and, you know, The Wedding Singer and, you know, everything that he does with uh, Happy Madison Productions, you know, all of his friends. That's what I'm expecting. Right. right. And this, although it's not a comedy, you're just kind of like, okay, he can play this serious role. Right. He, you know, I I like the trailer. Totally looks like any guy you'd be dealing with in downtown L.A. Mm -hmm. And the premise of, like... Okay, he's a gambler that's in trouble. That's been done a trillion times. But so is everything else. Yeah. I would absolutely watch this. Yeah, great. I would give it cash. I love the fact that, uh, if, yeah, like same thing. I like uh, Adam Sandler movies. Uh, so that helps a lot. And, and it's refreshing that it's not a typical comedy. Or at least it seems it's not. It's not a comedy. It's a serious. Right. So I kind of like that. But but to some degree, he's still yeah. acting like Adam Sandler like he would. So that's why. There's a bit of Sandler humor in, in his yeah. delivery. Yeah. Or so, Sandler-ish. And yeah. No, Adam Sandler. Okay, so here's the thing with '90s comedians, right? '90s comedians were very physical comedians, mm. right? So like Chris Farley was always the yeah, ah, yeah. And in Adam Sandler's case, you look at all his early movies, and even into the early 2000s, there's a lot of like, "Oh my God, let me change my voice," yeah, right. and try to sing and stuff. And you haven't seen that from him in a while, right? Because it's like actual like verbal, let me speak comedy, and not try to be all. Right, right. Is to go with my comedy and try to be some goofball that's the opera singer from SNL. Right. Um, but in, in this particular case, it's like, oh, it's, I get what you're saying about the deliveries of some lines that he's saying yeah. in the trailer. Um, but it doesn't at all. I, there's no, 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 there's going to be there's going to be some funny parts. Like, right. Even if they're just sarcastic, funny. Right. Or or just something that's like a joke that falls flat on purpose. Um, but it totally looks like like a movie where he's like, okay, let's be serious. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, he kind of reminded me of John Turturro too. Uh, it's funny. It's, uh, it's funny. Somebody left a mess. Somebody put a comment and it said, uh, oh, "I guess they couldn't find Turturro. He couldn't. <laughs> they couldn't be in it. That <laughs> couldn't fit so, the budget." Yeah. So I'll give it cash Wait, too. They couldn't find who? Uh, John, is it John Turturro? Right. John Turturro. It, he came out in Transformers. He came out in. Um, he's a. Uh, oh yeah 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 yeah. He came yeah. out in the the Ridiculous Six. Was it? Yeah, he's he was in every teaching, one of Adam Sandler's movies. Yeah, he was yeah, yeah. On baseball. Yeah yeah yeah. Mr. Deeds. He was in Mr. Deeds. Yeah. Mr. Deeds. Yeah. Sneaky sneaky. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so he love feet. Yeah, sneaky, sneaky. Sorry. Yeah, I would also be on that same boat where I really enjoy Adam Sandler um, movies. Um, there's very few that I didn't like. Uh, Punch Drunk Love was one of them, which trash, I, I just didn't. Trash. I, I just didn't get it. I don't know. Right. I, what people were so like, oh my god, it was one of those movies that. Well, that that it, it touched movie. People. I don't know. What no, that <laughs> movie was a, almost around the same time that the Bill Murray movie came out. Um, Oh my God! With the, Scarlett, Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, with yeah. for Coppola's oh, daughter directed Jesus. it. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, oh my God, comedians in serious roles. Oh my God. I'm like, both these movies are absolute trash. 
Lost in Translation. Yeah, Lost in Translation. I'm like, both these movies suck. How shitty is that movie, dude? Yeah, like, both these movies suck. And there's like, oh, no, comedians are being serious. And everything's shot backlit, so they're like silhouettes. And you have undertones of blue. Oh, Oh, my God. Where'd you hear this from? (laughs) I've seen both movies. Really? And I'm just like, get the fuck out of here. The only one that pulls that off is John uh, um, Robin Williams. That's the only one that I can think of pulled that off. I'm a comedian that turns into serious roles. I mean, I'm sure there's other ones. Well... Well, it di- it's completely different with him, though, because Bill Murray has been a comedian since day one of his career. All of his movies, with the exception of that, have been like actual comedy movies. Like you're going into it knowing it's a comedy. Right. Now, Robin Williams, who was a comedian when he first started and did his uh, his sitcom. Uh, what was the name of the sitcom? Mark and Mindy. Mark and Mindy, right? So he does that, and you know that was in the 70s. And he's doing his stand-up, but his stand-up was very different than the TV shows he did because his stand-up was very vulgar, and his stand-up was like Richard Pryor and right, right. all the other guys, right? But or Bob Saget. But you see him on TV as this silly, slappy, clean happy-go-lucky, cut. clean-cut yeah. guy, right? And then as he becomes more mainstream, his comedy is comedy in these movies, but he's now taking on random little roles where he's not necessarily a comedian or even a serious actor. He's just an actor in a movie that happens to have occasional, you know, funny parts like uh, mm-hmm. uh, when he's the professor in uh, Good Will Hunting, right? Yeah. So there are certain parts of comedy the in there. Therapist. No, the therapist, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. He, yeah. Certain comedy in that movie uh, mm-hmm. on his behalf, but he's like, okay, I'm the serious guy. My my wife passed away. Don't make fun of my wife. Right. Blah, blah, blah. Right? You see him in um, Insomnia, right? With Al yeah. Pacino. In yeah, that yeah. movie, he plays, he, was it Insomnia or One Hour Photo? One Hour Photo. One Hour, one photo. hour photo. I'm sorry. Yeah. So you see him in One Hour Photo, and, you know, he's that clerk, and he's from, if I remember correctly, like stalking this family and takes pictures and, yeah, you know, all some, pictures and, and yeah, and he keeps them up. And it's kind of like, okay. He's not a comedian at all in this movie. There's right. no undertone of comedy in this movie. Like, he's a predator. Yeah. And you're kind of like, oh, and that was a... Who directed that movie? Christopher Nolan directed that movie, didn't he? I believe Christopher Nolan did direct that movie. Really? <laughs> but yeah, and, and it's like over the course of... What is that? 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s. Over the course of five decades, Robin Williams went across a spectrum of mm-hmm. comedian to serious actor to dramatic to... I don't think he ever did any kind of like violent or horror-related movies. Right, I, I I can't think of I can't think of one. Someone told me about a movie called um, what he did with Greatest Dad in the World or something. Oh, like that, that was fucking creepy. That's the one where the the, the son used to get. He choked. was in it, right? Was it him? Yeah, the, the and you know who came out the kid that played uh Spy Kids, but okay. he's all grown up. This kid used to uh, you know when you masturbate and asphyxiate yourself right before you uh. Oh, I oh, I yeah the way that what's his face died, Kill Bill. Yeah. Yeah. So supposedly the um, Mark uh, Romanek or the director for One Hour Photo. Oh. Then I'm, then I'm probably thinking of Insomnia. And also wrote it. I'm t- probably thinking of Insomnia because Al Pacino was in this movie. He wasn't in photo. One hour photo? No, he wasn't in that one. No, I, so I think it was Insomnia because in, in, Insomnia is a Christopher Nolan movie and Al Pacino was in the movie and I want to see Robin Williams was in the movie too. Unless I'm completely thinking of something else. Hmm. But the point being that over the course of five decades, Robin Williams did an entire spectrum of Right. Acting versus Bill Murray, who was always comedy with the exception of that one movie. Right. And um, Adam Sandler for the first two decades of his career, which You're right was... About, sorry. You're right about uh, Al Pacino and Robin Williams' Insomnia. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, so... Okay, so in One Hour Photo, he's the creepy guy, but in Insomnia, I think he's like the murderer child molester, right? That, that's what it is? Because I remember like one of the kids goes missing, Al Pacino's like, well, let's go talk to him. And like, well, you can't. It's the middle of the night. Just the sun hasn't gone down yet. And he's like, oh, shit. Okay, I haven't <gasps> seen this one. <laughs> 
skill, huh? It, it's it, yeah, it's Christopher Nolan, and it's fucking awesome. But yeah, I mean, that's and Adam Sandler. You see him, you know, slapstick comedy of the '90s, right? Because that's what '90s comedy was, right? Um, and you know, he eventually started doing like family comedies, right? right. And uh, the, with the occasional serious role here or there, and I think this is kind of something that allows him to then continue transition right. into more stuff like that. Yeah, okay. I mean, like I said. Uh, Adam Sandler movies, I love them. They're, they're, they don't, I don't, I don't watch them to make me feel something inside that I take with me forever, other than <laughs> than laughing. You know what I mean? Like I don't, like you, I don't understand why people give Adam Sandler movies so much shit. Like they're supposed to be some sort of because they're expecting something. They're not supposed to be the cure for like, cancer. You know what I mean? They're just, right. they're just. They probably do. You know, they probably, you know, they say laughter is good for you know, right. for making you feel good. But um, the 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 ones like I said, it was it was that one that Punch Drunk Love and um. Something called the Cobbler. I don't know if you've seen it. Oh yeah, I saw that. Make shoes. It was on Netflix. I, I, yeah, it came up in my Netflix thing, mm. but I haven't seen it. Yeah, I saw it. I, 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 I didn't, didn't feel it. I didn't give a fuck. But I love Click. It's Click, oh, Click great. Is, I love Click, man. That's a good one. Click and Waterboy and uh, Kate Beckinsale. Oh, which, mm. love Kate Beckinsale. Yeah, 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 yeah. she's the one from the Van Helsing Vampire movie. movies. Vampire. Yeah. So, um, I like the movie. I would give it cash. It gives you know what it reminds me of a little bit. Uh, it gives me that. Uh, I know it's not it, but it's um. A little bit of a heat vibe, which I know it's not the same kind of thing, but it, no, it I can has, see that. But it has that kind of a the way from the trailer. Mm-hmm. It gives me that. You, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, Al Pacino heat. heat. Val Kilmer. Yeah. Um, and uh, the other thing I was I was noticing the reason I, I pulled this trailer up because I was reading an article uh, that <clears> popped out and it said that something about Adam Sandler getting uh, and again no disrespect to Adam Sandler because and he's not listening. He, he, he no, will. No, no, he no, will. I'm just saying no disrespect <laughs> to him. I don't want people to think that I, that I have anything against yeah, him. Yeah, beef against him. But what I'm saying is, how do they get this? It says already from a trailer. I don't know if there's more out there. How is there an Oscar buzz oh, from the trailer? No, 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 that's not from the trailer. Because this movie was probably shot nine or ten months ago. Mm-hmm. And people in the industry and newspapers and other reviewers, yeah. they've had this movie in their hands for a while now. Okay, And um, they've got their Academy copies. Oh, so Academy members get yeah. copies in the mail months before the, yep. the award season even starts. So that they can start, you know, for your consideration. Right. Plus, okay. it's also this. When does this movie come out? It's, it's we're almost in October. Yeah. And October is like the start of uh, uh like the Oscar movies yeah, in theaters. Work seasons, why not? Okay, because yeah, because I was reading also the the the, the comments, mm-hmm. the comments on the thing, and they were saying stuff like, "Oh yeah, he's he's gonna like." I'm just talking about people. It's like people on you and me putting on YouTube. Oh, he's such an Oscar contender and shit like that. Like, which can be true. But my thing was like. It's a fucking trailer. I know, but what he says yeah. is true. There's, there's oh, a yeah, but I'm saying about people... It, it guess, doesn't matter, though. He's not going to win. He's white and Jewish. He's not going to win. It's like, it's going to go to someone that's half this, half that, but was born this, born that, and believes this or that, and it's probably like anti-vaccine <laughs> or something. Anti-vaccine. <laughs> you know... Shit. And a vegan. It's funny you mentioned that, dude. I was reading this thing also about how the Emmys, they lost, like, so many viewers... I, did, I, I, I didn't did, watch the Emmys. Yeah, no, I didn't watch them either. There you go. But there was a big ass decline, and I guess there, there was only like six million or something, whatever the fuck. However, they monitor it, and because and I, again, I read the comments, and most people are like, "Yeah, because it's just when you go watch these shows now, they have become such uh, political garbage." Yeah, it's so it's not even about the movie or what the, the and thing. It's not, yeah, and it's not even about who the best actor or series or actress or whatever is. It's about oh wait, who can we like. Put on a spotlight. Yeah. And it's like, ah, oh, Jesus Christ. Like, clearly Saving Private Ryan was a better movie than Shakespeare in Love. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I, I know that was in like 2002, but this still gets me. Yeah, I don't even want to talk about I mean, I, I mean, like, okay, why was Black Panther voted uh, voted on for Best Picture? It wasn't even the best Marvel movie out that year. That's what I was going to say. I like, get it. It's a good 
Black Panther movie. I like the. I was. I always say I like Black Panther. I love the character. I thought it was a great movie, but am I going to put it up there with the actual like like movies where I'm like, oh no, I need to see this because it's an actual cinematic yeah. awesomeness. Is it the greatest movie you ever seen in Marvel? No. Fuck no, right? Is no. It, is it even close? Wasn't Infinity War like a million times better than Black Panther? Uh, I wouldn't say that. I mean, I thought it was a better movie, but I'm not going to tell you it's a million times better. Because <laughs> I was also sitting there going, God damn it, I got to go pee again. The thing's three right. hours long. <laughs> okay, well, okay, we know like this is an issue. Other than that. We know like this is an issue. But, um, That's what she said. Oh. oh. <laughs> yeah, she wished it was longer, I guess. Oh. <laughs> no, that that would imply that it was too big. I was talking about me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so the thing now, like the about about Infinity War versus uh Black Panther, I personally thought it was, and I can't, and I wasn't alone that I thought it was a better movie than than Black Panther, whether it was one inch better or you know ten miles. But the, or like the Green Book, I saw the Green Book, and I was like, you know, I, I had no idea what it was. A friend of mine invited me right. to go watch a screening of it, um, and I was like, hey, Viola Mortensen, all right, let's go see what this is about. The movie was good, right. like I liked it. It was like. It was well acted, directed, shot. I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. But I'm like, mm, best picture? Uh, <laughs> yeah. that, well, that's a stretch. Well, wasn't it like even like I think was it Ellen or somebody who was hosting the Oscars when 12 Years a Slave was? Where I think she said a comment, something about along the lines. Don't quote me because I don't remember exactly something about, about the lines. You. How 12 Years a Slave was going to win or, or you were all racist. Or something like that. Something like that, you know? What? I'm sure she said it as a joke. Something, yeah, she said it right. as a joke. Right. Uh, that, that, that one will be the winner or something. And, right. Or, that was a good movie, by the way. But go on. But, uh, it, but it was still kind of like, yeah, we're... Right. We're, I just wouldn't use it again. I, I wouldn't use it for political purposes. I'm just saying it's a good movie. Uh, That's where it ends with me. Yeah, but there is a lot of that. And it's kind of like... It's kind of a pain in the ass, too. Right. That everything is... Uh, I'm just saying, what, why can't just a movie be good or bad? And period. You gotta, it's the end of it. It's like, now you have to have a cause. No, no, but that's what I'm saying. I when you you mentioned it, I, I watched the movie. I own it. I bought the Blu-ray, and I enjoy it. Twelve, twelve, uh, twelve years of slave. Yeah, I enjoyed it, but that's that's where it ends with me. It's a fucking movie. I put it away, and I'm done. So these were these were the nominees for best picture last year. Bohemian Rhapsody. Mm-hmm. It was it was a whatever movie. Yeah, I liked it. The favorite, I didn't see it. Black Panther, I saw, which I liked. Uh, Black Klansman, which I saw and I liked. Mm-hmm. The Green Book, I saw and I liked it. Vice, which was awesome. A Star Is Born, which I did not watch. And Roma, which I did not watch, and apparently won everything but Best Picture. Oh, that's the Netflix. That was a Netflix uh, Mexican, black right? and white movie. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Al- Is it still on Al- Netflix? Alfonso Cuarón should be there. Okay, might yeah, check it out. It's, it was a Netflix movie, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that's why Steven Spielberg was like, "No, those movies shouldn't be like up for awards. They should have their own categories." Which, to an extent, I agree. Yeah, I, I kind of do see why they should be in the theater because he had he made a point. Where I was like, oh, he has a good point. He goes, "They should be nominated for Emmys." Yeah. Because they're on TV. Yeah. So that's why they have this whole thing where it has to be 30 days in the theater or something like that. No, the thing is two weeks in a major city pay theater. Mm-hmm. So L.A., Chicago, New York, Houston, those are the four largest markets in the country. It has to be in one of those cities for a minimum two weeks in a pay theater. Oh, okay. But I, I always thought <clears throat> streaming is not considered TV. What's I mean, TV? I mean, I mean, it's not broadcast. There's no commercials. But, 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 yeah, there is. Fuck yeah, there is. But everything's like so like intertwined now um, that it is very gray. But mm-hmm. I agree where things that are made for streaming platforms should be Emmy, like t- in the television category. Yeah, and you know the whole, again again whether oh they're just you're just trying to keep small filmmakers down blah blah blah. I'm Get like, the yeah, fuck, fuck out of here! <laughs> Thank no, you. like when okay, so one of the first times I ever experienced that whole like small <laughs> filmmaker bullshit 
was when that movie Up in the Air came out with George Clooney. Yeah. And I, I loved it. That movie was great. It was, it was totally, uh, I love George Clooney movies. But they were like, oh, yeah, it's a small budget film, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, it's the little guy getting a chance. And I'm like, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Since when in the last, like, ever has George Clooney been the little guy? <laughs> Who's fucking friends with everybody and everybody loves him, including myself, yeah. and has like these two year contracts with like the hottest women on the planet where he recycles them every two years until yeah. he, you know, got married. Yeah. And I'm like, me and my friends do short films that are, you know, independently produced, not backed by multi billion dollar conglomerate studios. Well, whatever studio didn't do it, this little tiny one did. Who owns that little one? Oh, that's right. The conglomerate does. That's ah, a subdivision. Right. So, Okay, it's like you're gonna tell me the budget for that movie. I don't have no clue what it was, but it was small budget. It was two million dollars. Okay, cool, but George Clooney's attached to it. Yeah, well, I mean, but that one yeah. wasn't straight to Netflix. So I think that's the point that we're trying to make. Right. That usually when they go straight to Netflix, it's either it's not the little guy. Netflix is a publicly traded company that's right. worth billions right. of dollars. Right. Right. No, but I'm talking about the people who make the movie who take it to Netflix. Right. So it's easier for them to distribute it, I guess, through Netflix and to actually through a theater. Yeah, I but guess. are these little people, little guys, little movies? Quran had already won. Best picture. Okay. He'd already won best director. Right. Yeah. You know? He's not a nobody. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> He's not some <laughs> random dude that was like walking up to the studio, the Netflix studios in Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> hey, so uh, I kind of have this movie you guys yeah. should watch. Black and white. It's in black and white. Yeah. No, I get that. I well, speak I, Spanish. And I'm sure it doesn't apply to, <laughs> I'm sure it doesn't apply to, but I'm not even talking about it, but you know that, right? It does. It has nothing to do with the money. I think, again, it comes down to the uh, oh, the status the, or the oh, it's a minority making it. What was that other one that had the year before? There was a I think it was a lady director. I think she was a black lady director who did a movie who was also trying to get nominated, but they didn't want to nominate it for an Oscar. It was this whole thing. So I think it deals. It's more than I don't remember that. Yeah, I can't remember what the hell it was called. It was on Netflix too, and I think it has to do more when I say this. Like the little filmmaker, they're not talking about the little uh, the little bank account. They're talking about the the minority. Right. Kind of, kind of point of view, like either the movie's good or it's not, right? Thank yeah. you. But it comes I, down to that, yes. That's interesting, dude, because you know, with uh, with what you're saying, and now how everything, like in phase four, now is gonna be so like um, more diverse. Not everything, but more that's diverse. That's so stupid, right? Like everything is like it doesn't have to be, but but that's the point that's, they're making. That's they, so stupid. That's the point they're making. Yeah, right? but the thing is that you're doing it for the sake of doing it, right? Which is one thing that's really bugged me about Netflix recently. Yes. Where here's my thing, right? So I'm watching. Uh, okay, so for the listeners, you know, like you guys, born and raised in Los Angeles. Well, more closer to Mexico. Whatever, <laughs> but Mexico. you you were in Southern California, yeah, we raised, right? Yes. So you, you're raised, raised in San Fernando Valley. You're raised in Los Angeles. You both work in the entertainment industry. I grew up around black, white, Muslim, Jewish, Sikh, Mormon. I grew up around, you know, kids that at the time were, like, not sure about their sexuality. Like, I went to both public and private schools in the L.A. district. I had friends of all shapes, sizes, creeds, and backgrounds. So yeah. what would be awkward to someone from maybe, I don't know, Iowa— Completely normal to me. Right. You know, it's like hanging out like this was, you know, before it even became cool or mainstream, using air quotes there, the the idea that, oh, you know, this one of my friends is gay. Okay, and who cares? Like, right. yeah. is he cool? Yeah, he's cool. All right, bring him along. Like, that's how it always was growing up in this, like, melting pot that yeah. is Los Angeles. Now, I'm watching these Netflix shows, and Netflix makes really great fucking shows. But what pisses me off is when they're like, okay, this season is going to be like, Nine episodes only. I'm like, really? Only nine episodes? And what do we have to do? We have to kill like an episode and a half of this season talking about how well, this particular character feels a certain way about something. And I'm like, who fucking cares? Who yeah. fucking cares? How does this advance the plot? 
Right. Okay, great. I get it. You're gay. Awesome. How is that advancing the plot? I don't care that your character's gay and it's not good. It's not bad. What I'm asking is how the fuck does this advance the plot? Because this isn't an NBC 26-episode season. This is nine episodes, maybe. Yeah. Kind of, sort of. Why are we burning an episode, an entire episode and a half on, I'm not so sure how I feel about this. I'm like, <laughs> the devil's literally like walking through the streets of Los Angeles. Yeah. Going to burn down something or like uh, with Sabrina Teenage Witch. It's like right. Lucifer's coming out of hell to like destroy the city. No, wait, guys, guys. We need to pause because one of our friends wants to be on the basketball team. She kind of feels like a guy. Forget the fact that the world's going to end if we don't stop the Dark Prince himself, right. who has yeah. literally come up from the ground to take my soul. Yeah. We have to kill an entire episode and a half on whether or not my friend is a guy or not a guy or likes girls or doesn't like girls and wants to be on the basketball team. Yeah, Never that, mind gonna that the world's going to end. <laughs> don't, don't worry about that. Don't worry about the fact that the world's ending right now. Yeah, that, there's a lot of that, dude. I, I don't... And, I don't get it either. And like, like it's like fucking uh, Black Mirror. Black Mirror is such a great series, and this last season was three episodes. And the concept of the whole um, video game thing and those guys end up being like gay, but only inside the video game. Yeah. Like okay, whatever. That literally took up you know thirty three percent of the season because it was three episodes. But it was literally part of the plot. Right. It was literally the storyline. Yeah. That's totally cool. And, and it's actually something to think about because, you know, you put on a VR headset and you're an avatar and you're playing, you know, World of Warcraft or whatever. I don't know that you are you. You are, you know, username 24. Yeah. And in this particular case, you know, whether they were gay or not or however they felt about each other, it was totally perfect for the episode because that was the plot of the episode. Right. Now, if that episode, ha let's say Black Mirror was eight episodes, but they weren't one-off stories and I burned an entire episode on that while the entire season is going on because, I don't know, like this thing's trying to take over the internet and Skynet really is alive, but oh my god, wait, two of our characters are having sex with each other and they're both males in a video game. I'd be pissed off. I'd be like, why did we just burn an entire episode on this? But <laughs> yeah. in, that, in, in the case of that one episode, it worked perfectly fine because it literally was the plot. Right. You know, they put out a movie and the movie is about a gay couple or a black couple or a whatever couple or an individual that's confused about whatever they're confused about. Okay, that's literally the plot of the thing. Right. Why are you going to subject me? And I say that in the, like, literally throw it in my face kind of deal. Yeah. For a sizable portion of the season. Now I'm going to have to wait 18 months until the next season comes out and hope you don't burn a, a, a sizable portion right. of the season on something that has nothing to do with the plot. Yeah, and it's funny you mentioned that because I see what you're saying. The whole thing about unnecessary, like, for example, with Marvel. I keep coming back to Marvel, but like how they were like, we want gay characters in, and this and that because of representation and all that, whatever. Cool, right? then put them in there, but don't throw it in my face. But don't, yeah, don't make that a thing that makes them different or, or, yeah. or that because stands out. Exactly, because what I'm thinking when they do that, like they're literally segregating them to be like, oh, look how different this is. Cause, right. Because yeah, when I see Captain America, exactly. when I see Captain America or Iron Man, I don't go, look how straight he is. Exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. Look at that straight guy <laughs> looking yeah. at girls. He really likes those ladies. You know, I could give a fuck, right? Yeah. Before I know they could be gay and we well, wouldn't know. And we like in, in Infinity Wars, right? During that one scene where they're all in the, the discussion about, yeah. you know, their feelings in regards to the, the snap incident. Yeah. One guy says, you know, him and his partner or whatever, whatever. I didn't even blink. I was just like, okay, I'm watching the movie. And it wasn't until like I literally left the movie theater because I saw it opening night at like 10 p.m. Yeah. That there's articles all over the fucking internet. Marvel shows its first ever on-screen like gay character. And I was like, who the fuck was that? Like, yeah. which character was that? And then I read 
the the article and it's the dude in the 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 gym that's saying his side of the story and i was like really is that what we're doing and then the next morning when i wake up oh marvel lacks diversification how could they only have one episode or one, one character, character in like that one split thing and i'm like i never even noticed the guy because right. he was just a character in I, the movie I, I almost feel like whoever is complaining and bitching or, or setting these rules where we have to do this it almost feels like do you want equality or not do you want me to teach you like the same fuck you're, you're one of the friend or something you know what i mean like do you want that or not? Yes. Then shut the fuck up. And 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 if you are gonna portray someone gay or homosexual, or whatever, then so be it. But like in a one fucking sentence, in a one fucking setting, in a one one instant, you know, right? With with it, like you say, it's not shoved in your face. Like let it be normal. Yes. Yeah, let it you. be normal. Like they don't want they they want that, but they don't they don't want that. It's yeah, because like, there's nothing like yeah. I know we're totally getting off topic here, but it's like in terms of someone how they view themselves or their sexuality or their religion or whatever they're still human they're still normal people right but by isolating them into this whole let me throw it in your face to show you this you're just kind of like i use the jehovah witness example all the time right hey you live in america worship whoever you want i don't have an issue with you worshiping this or that devil some rocks whatever i don't care some but, rocks. Some yeah, i don't know whatever whatever your religion is yeah. but the second you come knocking at my door saturday morning at 7 a.m we're gonna have some problems yeah <laughs> Like, hey, you want to worship, you know, however right. you do so in that Jehovah Witness religion? By all means, more power to you. If you want to come knock at my door and it's like, I don't know, 11 a.m., I'll say hello. You know, yeah. be a friendly neighbor. But 7 a.m. on a Saturday, now we got some problems. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and like, like to Victor's point, yes, where a character is brought up and that's the thing that stands out about the character. It's almost like... like you is said, that the, the superpower for the character? You're, you're isolating that part so much. and yeah, like... like like, you really want me to fucking notice it? Like, yeah, like I don't care if the other characters are straight any more than I care if they're gay. Right. Because yeah. that, that, that's not what this is about. Right. Yeah. This is about Thanos fucking coming back and going to kill everybody again. Meanwhile, yeah. we have to worry about... What kind of sex you like. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> Did you and see I'm, the way that he looked at him? <laughs> and, and I'm thinking, I'm just like, um, okay, so let's pretend this was real life. The whole universe is going to end. <laughs> We have to worry about Joe Schmo's feelings because he or she might be attracted to the same sex. Mm. Excuse me, Thanos. Uh, uh, question real quick. Would you mind waiting for a little bit uh, yeah, while, while Joe Schmo um, deals with this, uh, deals with this conflict. And, and then we can kind of like, you know, maybe snap, not snap. Yeah. And to your point, I saw a movie that I like a lot. Um, it's called, I think it's called Love, Simon. Oh, I love that movie. That movie was great. It's great. And it's about, a, it's, have you seen it? No. Okay, so it's about a, a gay kid. Don't ruin, don't ruin no, it. Don't just give him the plot. Just give him the plot. It's about a gay kid coming out to his friends and family. Right. And there's a little bit more to it, but the the, the, the main character is gay. Well, it's very much like the uh, like the episode of Black Mirror I was talking about. Okay. Yeah, because they know each other. So here's the thing, like, um, oh, okay, have you seen You Got Mail with... Uh, Tom Hanks. Tom, Tom Hanks. Hanks, yeah. And Meg Ryan. Uh, and Meg years Ryan. ago, yeah. Okay, so they're talking to each other via email, only yeah. they don't know who each other are, right. but they do know that they're both human. Right. Same concept, only they're talking to each other and they both know that they're gay, gay. only they don't know who each who other are. are. Oh, okay. Because all it is is screen name and screen name. No no profile picture, just screen name and screen name. Oh, okay. It's a it's a great movie. And it's, it's one of those coming-of-age movies. And that's what I was saying. Where the, yeah, it's a coming-of-age movie where the kids happen to be gay. Yeah. It's not the fucking point that drives them. Well, I mean, it drives a story, but it doesn't it doesn't make them any more special or less special because they are gay. Right. You know what I mean? It's just it, a scenario, it just, situation. It's just the, the story. Plot, right? Yeah. They just happen to like gays or each, each other. other. Each other. Yeah. Right. They're not like you know what I mean. You could if you take this into a straight kids, it works just the same to a certain well, No, it doesn't. Sure, it would. Sure, it because would. Of because the, no, it would because in this particular case, 
the the air quote taboo subject of it is this kid doesn't want to come out to his parents, right? While the other kid doesn't want to come up at all because they're you know they don't know that they know each other in real life or yeah. or are from the same city or whatever. Now the straight version of this is the you've got mail. Oh, right? I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. and oh. in that movie, it's like okay, you've got mail. They're they're straight characters. Only what they don't know is that they hate each other because he has like yeah, the Amazon know. and or the Barnes and Nobles, and she has the little bookstore down the street. Right, right. right? right it's right. it's the same thing. Yeah. So the struggles. So there's some sort of struggle in the yeah in, in there. Yeah, I mean that was a great movie, dude. I love that scene with the dad. But moving along, guys, uh, we both came <laughs> 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 cash, cash, and cash for me too. So we all gave it cash. Yes. I I, I am really wait one movie again. We were so far from it. Uncut gems. Uncut gems. <laughs> he was gonna check the computer because I knew we had the word gems. I knew we had the word uncut. Well, no, we just keep going on these tangents, but they're yeah. good tangents. They're though. good though. No, they're good. Yeah. Uncut gems um, with uh, Adam Sandler. Yeah. Here's what's gonna happen with your comments is half the people are gonna be like, "Yeah, that's awesome. What they're saying is great." The other half's gonna be like, "No, fuck you." I don't think we're there yet. I don't well, think we're there yet. Yeah, there'll be two people on there, one fighting and the other one not fighting. That's true. So again, yeah, it was, I think it's going to... It's like the the meme that's out right now with, uh, what's it, Burgess, the comedian? I don't Hannibal. know. Like, why would you say something so brave yet so, no, so controversial yet so brave? <laughs> or don't boo me, you know I'm right. Like, it, <laughs> that guy's great. Quotes. Yeah, he's great. Somebody, um, let me show you real quick, guys. Um, somebody uh, on the on the Rewind page. They put this uh, little meme that says, uh, the closest you can get to knowing what a what it is like to be a ghost is listening to a podcast where the hosts are trying to remember a piece of trivia that you know. <laughs> Do you understand it? No, say, again. Say, say that again. So the closest that you can get to knowing what it feels like to be a ghost, right? Victor's dying over there. <laughs> it's, to, it's to listening to a podcast where the hosts don't know the, the piece of trivia that you know. The information. Oh, I see. So you're like on the fucking listening. It's yeah, fucking Harrison Ford. It's Harrison Ford, motherfucker. That's <laughs> why I imagine Ghost being right here fucking telling us and we're, we can't hear. Oh, it's so 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 fucking funny to me, on man. The, um, on the thing for us. No, stupid. That was a sequel. It was a sequel. Uh, all right, guys. We're excited. Everybody's excited. I'm excited. About the movie. So we'll, we'll, look, we'll take a look at that. Okay, guys. Moving along. And now for the movie. that we're gonna, The movie of the day. We're going to get to it? We're going to get to it. Uh, it's uh, Blade Runner 2049. Uh, and who's in it? Uh, Harrison Ford and... Um, My Bay. <laughs> you like this guy, huh? Hashtag gay for Gosling. Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling. So, mm. Awesome um, guy. He's an awesome mm. So what's your take on it? Uh, I'll watch what, any what, movie Ryan Gosling's can you, in. Can you give us a, the, the premise? <laughs> well, the premise is this movie literally takes place 30 years after the original Blade Runner movie came out. Uh-huh. And it's a direct sequel. It's not like a reboot. Mm-hmm. And it takes place in... Los Angeles 2049. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, like the, the replicant robots that are being phased out. And in this case, Ryan Gosling's character is a Blade Runner, someone that's sent out to kill or retire these robots right. based on their serial number. And they're trying to retire all the robots from the era that uh, Harrison Ford was the Blade Runner. So what's your take? <laughs> oh, I, I loved it. It was a great movie. Deacon's finally got an Oscar for this movie. He did the cinematography. It was great. He teamed up with the same director that he teamed up with for Sicario. Mm-hmm. Dennis. Um, Dennis. Oh, yeah. I heard about that. I don't, I don't know his name, but I he did. I thought it was Dennis. Dennis. He did um, Enemy. He did Sicario. He did this. Yeah. Um, he's currently, well, he just finished directing Dune. That movie's in post-production now. Really? Uh, yeah. 
Oh shit! He he did a, a handful of really good movies in like the last oh, five to six years. Arrival, you were telling me about. Oh, that? Arrival, yeah, twenty sixteen. So What's his name? Dennis. I'm yeah. sorry, his last name is Via Villeneuve. I thought it was Denis. Denis. Dennis. Is he Dennis. French? Maybe. Yeah. If he's French, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, but no, he's a great director. Uh, Deakins is a great cinematographer. What's his face? Uh, Hans Zimmer did the yes. did the score for this. Scored. Um, they used a lot of synths on that shit, man. Yeah, which is why I thought maybe it was when I first saw the movie and I was listening to it, and even when I saw it again going into this podcast, I was mm-hmm. like, "Did Clint Mansell do this?" I know there's, no, I know there was two. I just don't remember the other guy. The other guy, if you, I, I don't know what his deal is, but he is on like every single movie that um, that Zimmer does mm-hmm. as a, he gets credited as additional. Oh, okay. Additional this, additional okay, that. Okay. But whatever he's doing, it's working. Yeah. Yeah, the music's for, uh, great. For the movie. You know what, dude? I'm going to be honest with you. As far as the music, I, I don't remember it much. And what? It was in it for the for Blade Runner. The, the, the 2049. Yeah. Dude, it was fucking awesome. Wait, but I, I understand what you're saying. It was a lot of like just... Right. So there's... Mm, okay. Well, you're, you're like the music guy, mm, yeah. but I understand what he's saying where... There was just a lot of that. Where kind of, it sounds cool as you're watching it because you're watching it and you're mm. in the scene and you're watching right. the movie, but are you going to be humming it later? No, yeah. because it's not oh, like... Oh, no, it's it, not it, melodic. It's, there's there's yeah. not much melody behind exactly. it. Exactly. It's, it's, it's a really long synth hit. Yes. So it's low, like, lower synth. So much so, dude, that when the, something when I would hear something musically, it would bring me out a little bit. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, even that part when he plays the keys. But see, but that's what I meant. The, my approach of it is that it was different. Right. It wasn't a, your, your your typical score per se. That's but it, why it was a sci-fi dystopia movie, and that's okay. how those movies are scored. Right. You know? That's right. Yeah. Well, I'm not saying it was bad or or good. I'm just saying that I can't remember it. <laughs> and I'm right. Maybe like that's you said, there's, there's that, no melody. Yeah, that means right. it was bad. But from what I remember, it was a series of kind of like yes. Okay, series of noises, yeah. you know, like a sci-fi dystopia. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't remember. Like, ah, oh, there comes the Blade Runner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are you sure? I heard it. I could have sworn. I remember. You know what I mean? But um, deleted scenes. That's the Blade Runner Saturday morning cartoon <laughs> <Two> version. <laughs> and the way you did it with your hand up. Okay. So um, so I okay. I'll be honest with you. I hadn't seen the movie till today. Uh, really? You never saw it? I never saw it. And I tried watching Movies it. like that, you need to see in theaters. Yes, I saw it in the theater. Because it's a large movie, right? right? So if A lot of big white shots. Yeah, like this, the Uncut Gems, I'm like, that's not a movie I need to see in theaters because it looks like a drama that's yeah. done, you know, right. in, in the city. But I'm like, oh, it's a movie that is being shot by Chivo or, or Deacons or something that's like just like right. a fucking... Um, your classic Panavision look, man. Just yeah, like I'm, I'm gonna see something that's two four zero. I need to see it seventy feet across. Like <laughs> this thing needs to be there. Right. Right, right. Your laptop or even your big screen at home will not do it justice. What about right. your phone? Even less justice. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of phone? No, no, I get you. I get what you're saying. Um, I'll be honest with you. I liked it more than I thought I was gonna like it. I thought it was gonna be hard to follow. I thought from from what I, from the trailer because the movie is slow. Yeah, and the trailer's slow. No. Right. So when I saw it. You do kind of grasp what's going on pretty quickly. The thing is, like you said about the slow part, it's like okay, we're staring at that a little too long. Let's, you know what I mean? But I, but I guess that helps the experience of it. You know, like the feel of the movie or whatever. Because there were some parts where, like for example, where 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 they're out in the desert, where it's more eye candy than story. You know, when they're in like in this Vegas area. Yeah. And right. you just see this kind of sandstorm and or whatever it is, it's just orange. And you see all these like structures and whatever, and the cameras are really wide, and you see the car going one way, and his drone another way, the, the movement, everything. I love that kind of stuff, you know. 
the technology, you know, the old technology, but looks kind of new. You know what I mean? With the the the, design, the Atari logos the, everywhere. Yeah, the, <laughs> the design of his, his his apartment, the design of his apartment with a thing moving up on the roof and all that stuff. So yeah, I get it. Just to me, there were some parts where it just felt that it was they were longer than they had to be. You know what I mean? There were those quiet moments where it was just kind of like staring at something or no. But it also plays into the movie's theme itself, where everything's dead. Yeah. Right. So like, there's nothing that's a, that's actually organically alive except for some of the humans. Where when that replicant robot that is a prostitute approaches them and she's like, "What's that?" and like, "Oh, it's a tree." Oh, I've never seen a tree before. Yeah. And it's like a tree is a very basic common living organism, but it does not exist in this future because everything is dead. Yeah. Like everything is dead with the exception right. of some of the humans. Was that Dave Bautista in the beginning? Yeah, Bautista was was in the, 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 the opening scene, yeah. That's a good scene. Yeah. I liked him in it, dude. Yeah. He wasn't over the top. He seemed really like I really liked him for the part. Even when and when he put the little glasses on and all that. Yeah. I don't know. I, I just Did like, you ever I, see I, the first movie? The first one, yes. Yeah. I like that character. And, and that's how it was. Bautista's character was uh, uh from that era. From that era. His yeah. his replicant was of that era. So he was a, he was a medical for a, he sent to a war or something. Yeah. No, no, I I, I, I like that character, you know. Um, the thing where they, you know, like, you know, the whole thing about Harrison Ford, where we don't know if he's actually a replicant. Yeah. At the end of part one. Yeah. Like, you don't know if he is or he's not. And then this one, you right off the back, you know that he is, um, Gosling. But at the same time, I thought they were going to throw like a little curveball at us where like, he's not kind of thing, you know, like. But that's the, that's the, the, the plot of the movie where he's, um, he finds the DNA and like, oh, one of the kids with this DNA has the exact as another kid and one's a boy, one's a girl. But even if they're twins, it wouldn't make sense because you can't have the exact same DNA. Right. And they're like, oh, what happened? Well, the boy goes missing, so he thinks he's the boy. Yeah. Meanwhile, the girl has Galatians uh, syndrome, which isn't a real thing, but it just alludes to the Galatians in the Bible. Yeah. And you're just just like, oh, so he could be that. So he believes as the replicant, that could mean that I'm born, not made. Yeah. So he ends up being a decoy. He's a decoy for the real one. Oh, which shit. is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. That so, really yeah cool that's that, that's part of the, the the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, "Oh, you sons of guns, you got me there." <laughs> and I enjoy that. That's what I think. That as slow as the move, the as slow as the movie was moving, I was enjoying not knowing certain things. And so you kind of start kind of going, "Oh, okay." I was like, it almost felt like they were giving it to me too easy. Like, why but they, they weren't. Like, why are they telling me of this already? You know, like, but it turns out because it's not true. You know, um. There's a character I didn't understand. Uh, that guy, uh, that um, the Joker guy. What's his name? Um, oh, uh, Thirty Seconds to Mars. Was he? A, what the hell was he? Because his <laughs> eyes were all like weird looking, and he had the thing in his. Ne- was he a robot too? Or I don't know if he was a replicant. I I'd like to think that he was not a replicant. He was just more android. Where unlike a replicant that is a robot acting like a human, yeah. he was a human acting like a robot, like um, almost like he was infused with robotic parts. Is this which, Jared Leto? Yeah, Jared Leto's oh, character, yeah. which is what I want to th- believe that's what he was. Oh, okay. Because the other lady, his assistant or whatever, that chick was mean, dude. Like, I don't know if she was just being mean for the sake of being mean or because she had to do something, but it almost seemed like she was enjoying killing people and being a bitch. Like when she got that cop lady, remember when he, she mm. crushed the cup and she's like fucking squeezing her hand and she's cutting and she can tell she's in pain. And she's like enjoying it, you know. That's where my thing was. Okay, so is it that they're that they're already kind of self self aware to that point, or is she still being controlled by whoever the the no they, they get programmed. They get programmed and controlled. Only thing is that, unlike like Terminator, right? 
in the Terminator series, Terminators, the T-800s, were created to look like humans. You know, John Connor, uh, or whatever John Connor's dad's name is. Yeah. Uh, and the original was like, oh, yeah, they were just skeleton, the robots and skeletons, and eventually they evolved, and they started looking human. Right. But they started looking human, never acting human. And the whole thing with Blade Runner was going after these replicants that were, hu- like, they were human in all aspects. That's why the the Blade Runner had to interview them and try to trip up their programming to expose them and be like, oh, the, he is not a human. He's pretending to be one. That's why you didn't know whether or not the character that is portrayed by um, uh, Harrison Ford at the end of the original one, right. part one, was a replicant or not. Right. Because they're so human because that's it's literally their job to be human because, you know, in 2049, you see that they're saying, hey, these are going to be service for war. These are going to be service for medics. This is yeah. going to be uh, like the girl Armas. What's her name? Ana de Armas Joy. Oh, she's so hot. She but is. Yeah, she's, she's Cuban, like, by the way. She's actually speaks Spanish. I mean, yeah. And, and if, awesome. you, if you're watching the movie uh, when she first appears and they put the little profile on her, it'll say right there, nationality Cuban. Um, but yeah, it's like they... The point of these replicants were not there to be, you know, Terminator robots that are heartless bastards type of let me kill you. It was you are going to fit into society. And the reason we have Blade Runners is to phase out or retire those of you that are no longer in right. need. And they expire too, right? Did they mean they would die on their own? Yeah, originally, um, if I remember this correctly, replicants were only supposed to last like 20 years before they would die off die. on their own. But they realized that some of them were not. And that's right. why the Blade Runner was started. Yeah, that oh. whole Jurassic Park thing, you know, life will find a way. Right. Because they ended up being their own fucking thing, right? Remember the, the revolution they're starting? is uh, they're, they're like, we don't want to be slaves anymore. Like, they right. they have, again, now that whole self-awareness where they're... And not that, not that they want to be bad. They just don't want to be... They want to be their own people. Right. You know, which I found that also really, really fucking interesting about that movie. Hmm. So, well, that's what the Galatian thing is. What do you mean? The, the girl that has Galatian syndrome. Mm-hmm. Oh, I it's, see. It's not a real thing, but in the movie, it's like, oh, they put her in this bubble. So to protect her. You're led to believe that, okay, maybe Galatian's syndrome is like like Bubble Boy or something, where yeah. she needs to be protected because the smallest thing will kill her. But if, okay, so Roman Catholic, right? Grew up Mexican Catholic. So yeah. you mm-hmm. got to read the Bible, went to Catholic school. But in Galatians, Galatians were the people that were in the, like, what is now Afghanistan area, mm-hmm. where. Uh, the Apostle Paul, who wrote these books in the New Testament, his job was to be like Jesus' hype guy. And when he was like, yo, people in the Galatians, like, Jesus, he's like the shit. You got to follow this guy. They're like, well, he's Jewish. We're Jewish. Right. We don't really know if, like, we should be following this guy. And he's like, no, nah, no, nah, totally legit. Like, this is how you would go about doing it. And you don't even have to be Jewish-Jewish and practice Jewish law. You can be your own people. You can be Galatians and follow his teachings. Right. And that was like this whole giant thing about how are we or are we not our own people? And if we are our own people, we could do our own things while still following, like in this particular case, the law of man and not being criminals or evil, right, like right, you like, said. Yeah. But just being our own people, like, is that cool? Right. Like, and that's what it's meant to apply. Because I, these guys were these guys were all like they escaped or they were doing or they were undercover because that girl that prostitute that he meets is she was part of them, right? She's she was, yeah, she or, was part of them, but she was still. She had gotten orders to get They're shit. like, yeah, like refugee. A lot of yeah. them are like refugees. So yeah. like uh, Batista's character, right? So like the war was over and he's like, get the fuck out of here before they decommission me. Right. Like a lot of them were like that. You know, it's first, you know, it's funny when I first, when I first saw that part, um, um, you saw it too, Victor, right? right. Uh, actually, you saw it in the theater, right? I saw it in the theater. I thought Bautista was the, his dad because I thought when he, when he goes, you never witnessed a miracle. Remember he, he was saying all that? I thought he was talking about his own child. 
but he wasn't talking about his own child. He just happened to be witness right. the, the, the right. birth thing or whatever and then give medical attention or whatever to them. So I thought that he was um, his his dad and he had killed his own dad or whatever. And, you know, took the eye out to right. all that stuff. But I turned out I was way off and it was actually Harrison Harrison Ford. Um, you just killed the movie for everybody. What happened? You just killed the movie. Well, we I'm pretty sure that <laughs> right now they've seen it, right? Uh, hopefully. I mean, they, we're getting pretty spoiler we do. We've been spoiling for the last twelve we episodes. Spoil so. everything. <laughs> so, where have you been, Albert? <laughs> the spoil. Um, the spoiler podcast. So, like I was telling you, uh, Albert, I did like the movie more than I thought I was gonna like it. I did was very intriguing to me. My issues were the some of the the length and the pacing of the movie, which maybe that's the point of it. Some movies are made like that. Like I was talking about, um, what was it space? Uh, the Space Odyssey. <coughs> Space Odyssey. Uh, was it the 2001 Space yeah, Odyssey? Yeah, well, oh, yeah. Same deal. That was about the vastness of space and being isolated and alone. So this guy's out there by himself trying to like not die while the computer's trying to kill him. And it's the vastness of space. Right. So that whole movie's just like... Yeah. Well, right. there's this there's this scene that someone had made a comment about and uh, or talked about. And I was like, yeah, that's true. There's this part where you could hear them breathing. And it's like, it goes forever. And he's like... Oh. He's just walking down, whatever. He's just breathing and just breathing. And you're like, you just, just it's it's almost like it starts getting on your nerves. Yeah, it's psychological. Right. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he stops. That sound goes away. And now you miss it because now you feel like you're choking. Because now you don't you don't hear that and breathing there you go. anymore. And yeah. it's just like it just fucks with you. And so and which is another reason why you should watch movies like that in a fucking seventy foot screen theater. Right, right. Right. Well, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not arguing that part. I always am. <laughs> so the other thing is um some of the sh- scenes were, I guess it's part of the movie, but it, it just seems to me that was, some stuff was just too damn dark. You know what I mean? Like Dark like, like What do you mean? Like, l- like yeah, not lit. enough light? Like, yeah, like there was a shadow where like, oh. sc- scoot over to the right. There's so much light over there. If you could just a little take a step to the left, I can see yeah, your face. but those were done on purpose. Yeah, no, I get it. And if you watch them in the theater, pretty sure you would be able to see. It's still dark. Yeah, you, you would have noticed it versus your LCD or your laptop. <laughs> or your laptop Or like maybe like you're trying to watch it now with a... Fucking fluorescent light over right. your head. Well, again. But, oh, you watch it I'm around sure, 4 o'clock like, in the like, afternoon. But like you said, they were... Near pur- a window. But like you said, they were purposely shot to be that way, to be... Th- like that fucking... Like, are you trying to say like Roger Deakins doesn't know what he's doing? No, I'm not saying that. <laughs> that's what it sounds like. Yeah, that, you, know, you know what? It's that's like, what it question sounds here. like. I got some advice for him. No. no <laughs> he's got some he's notes. He's a subscriber. He'll probably hear this on his <laughs> no. way to the, on his way to set. Like he listens to the podcast. To make his millions. On the way over. <laughs> no, um, no what I'm saying is like, I know it's great. a creative decision, but to me, there were certain things that were like, I'll give me an example. You know that room where, where Jared Leto hanged out at? That fucking... The one with the little water in the middle? Yeah. Yeah. Like that. Like you would think that they would have more lighting there for, for some reason. They kept it really dark. And I'm not saying even the... For, take the filmmakers out of it. Let's say the character was in charge. He is, right? Let's, let's walk into the movie. Why does it have his room so goddamn dark? It, the movie is a futuristic dystopia. Why do we need pyramids the size of fucking, like, the twice the size of the Giza pyramids? Right. Okay, the police department. When he's in his office at the police department, this fucking light, you can see everything. And I'm not saying the whole movie has to be bright like that. But I'm just saying. <laughs> Jesus. Like, fuck. I'm, as in he's straining his eyes. <laughs> is you, that why his eyes are no, open? You up? were straining your eyes. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, dude. But that's, that's the, that was my only thing. There were certain scenes that seemed to me like unnecessarily vague in the in that darkness. But I, I like I really enjoyed the characters. I I, I think Gosling was really cool. For, he really fit the part. Yeah, like he he did a really good job. Uh, like the emotionalist kind of kind of yeah. character that that he went throughout. Even his death scene was kind of 
like slow. Again, I'm not putting it on him. I'm saying the movie. The Spoiler way. alert. Well, we know he dies. Do we? Do we? Did you see it? We all thought that uh, we didn't know what fucking Harrison Ford was a replicant or not. We still don't know. Oh, so okay. what if? What okay. if we have to see like Blade Runner twenty seventy nine, and it turns out that Ryan Gosling didn't die. I don't. It was all part of the plan to make it look like he died. And that was my next point I was gonna make. I don't know if he died. There you go. That's the next thing I was gonna tell you. I think because so. they don't show him go. Okay, guys. <laughs> but there is this. Uh, there is this leaning of the back. You know where he, there's this leaning. You know. But for all we know, he's just taking a nap or he's just resting. I would. Because you know what I loved about that? The, about uh, about one part of the movie where Harrison Ford is trying to run away and uh, through a door or whatever. And all of a sudden you see jo- uh, this Ryan Gosling guy. He just goes through a wall. Oh, yeah, he's a replicant. He can. That shit was fucking bad. <laughs> you know, it was so badass because I didn't expect it. Because up to that point, he hadn't really done anything supernatural out of them. You know, a couple of fights here and there. But it was nothing like he... You know, he wasn't going through walls or like, stopping yeah. tanks. Right, it wasn't a Terminator. Yeah, yeah. Right, Jackie but Chan. When I saw that, him. I was like, who the fuck is that? And I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> it's this guy again. Oh, one of the things I, I, I was like, I'm going to tell, I'm gonna tell um, Albert. He's right here. When, when we come back. That his cars, they're, they're police cars. Didn't it, didn't it look to you like an unfinished Batmobile? I'm like, Justice League. <laughs> <laughs> like the, the ones that didn't make it? Like, hey, like, the, the molds the mold that didn't make it, it to just, the movie? It, looked like it, it looks like they took the little part of the Batmobile. And, you know, they just kind of, the little cockpit, you know, like they took it out and, you know, they, they left the wheels behind and uh, whatever. But that's what it kind of looked like to me. I don't know. Just a little. I'll, I'll look. I'll look at that. Like I'll, little, I'll Google images. Now, just, since just you talk thing. about certain places, things being shot, it got shot in Budapest. Was there any particular reason why it got shot there? Probably budgets. And, mm, yeah. Okay. Location? Sometimes. Uh, yeah, maybe locations. I, I couldn't tell you. Okay. Like I know that Dune was shot like in France and Belgium. Uh, a oh, couple okay. of my friends, their stunt guys, they're on that movie. Oh, really? Like, Dune's about a desert planet. Why would you be shooting that in France? You know? I, is there a desert in France? I, I, I don't honestly know. couldn't tell you. Maybe. Oh, but it's kind of like the stuff they shoot in, in, was it in England, like in London? Where they yeah, have, I'm they sure it's all be, yeah, I'm sure because there. of a, a studio contract or, or, or some kind of tax oh, break. Okay. It's usually stuff like that. Yeah, it doesn't have to be, not everything like has to be, um, like the Star Wars movies, right? They shot them in England or whatever. A lot of them, yes. Yeah, they're not necessarily because they're out in the field. They're just... And the studio happens to be where they have the sets for it. Oh, okay. Oh, that right. could be the reason for France. I have no idea. It's usually tax breaks, though. That's usually what it is. Oh. How much of the, of the city stuff do you think was real and how much was fake? Because you guys were talking about where it got shot. Well, maybe you know. Right. Well, it got shot in Budapest, and they did a lot of... They actually did... Um, was that like miniatures. Cities? Miniatures. Miniature. Yeah. Okay. But what isn't it layered with miniatures and CGI? Yeah. That's, okay. There you go. So what do you think of it as a sequel? You think it was a I mean, I, I liked it. I was not there for the original movie to be like oh my god is he a replicant or is he not and then waiting 30 years to watch the new one yeah um but i'd seen both and i mean i, I really like the way it kind of tied up some things and still leaves other things open to like hey yeah you know a replicant not revolution but the replicants becoming their own people so it does add to the to the old one for sure right yeah even though it's like whatever years later which it worked out fine because time passed they had a kid and all that so that, it worked for the story right uh i like how it was modernized but not at the same time. It takes place in 2049. No, no, what I'm saying is like, I'm saying like they didn't go, they didn't change it so much that it doesn't look like the old one. It didn't seem like they advanced that much, but in certain things they did, but in a lot of things, it kind of still same, it had the same feel throughout. Like the technology stuff, you know, it didn't look, those fucking signs, the billboards, they look a little bit more more advanced, but not that much from the old movie. Right, but it's, it's sci-fi dystopia. Right. You know, like Akira looks like that. You know, that's the theme of that type of movie. 
No, that's what I'm saying. I, it's that the I, look. That I, that I like that they were so very similar. They didn't go like, oh, we're going to change it up on this one. Yeah, I mean, because the, the look, you're right. The look is still extremely similar. And in terms of the plot, you know, Jared Leto characters like, you know, since I took over the the company and what is it not? Was it the Wayland Company or is that from Alien? Who made the original replicants were like, oh, yeah, they went out of business. And now since I took over, yeah. we've gone to six new planets and we're doing oh. this. So in terms of the storyline and the plot and the universe, like, yeah, they advance fucking leaps and bounds. But structurally, artistically, the the sets and the, you know, the wide shots and all that stuff, it's you know, stereotype yeah. Neo-Tokyo. It's funny that you mentioned that Jared Leto. Um, that actually, those scenes were the ones that seemed that stood out to me that were different than the rest of the movie. In the in as far as the design. Like, it looked smooth, it looked clean. It right, because looked... of his character. His right. character is the artistic, like, uh, uh, the artistic science uh, tech person, much like uh, Apple. Yeah. Steve Jobs, right? So very yeah. simple. It's got to be simple. It's got to be what it is. You know, you talk about his room. His room was very vast but dark, but it did have that little, like, just light in the middle. Very, uh, there's a lot of Asian undertones, Japanese undertones to this about how prim and proper and traditional and, like, uh, you know, just... I had seen this thing, uh, uh, now we're talking about like the art direction of the movie and all that. Going back to the original Blade Runner, how, I don't know what movies came before it, but how this movie has inspired as far as that kind of a setting in movies where you think about like movies that even when you just watch them, you don't even realize it. But we were talking about Fifth Element the other day. Right. And it has that same kind of feel. Futuristic dystopia. That's, yeah, right. that kind of like. But it, but it had undertones of like old, old uh, the old Egyptian astronomy, astrological Right, well, I mean, because that was in the, the, yeah, they had that desert stuff in the right, Blade right. Runner, but I mean, but like in the city stuff, it was, there. those kind of movies are kind of like in that same. Yeah, futuristic oh, okay. dystopia, like Judge Dredd. Right. Yeah. Right? You, you look at mega structures, mega, it's always barren wasteland. Uh, the cities are always neon lights and pyramids. Like, that's just that theme. <laughs> well, now, so, because I was mentioning this right now, was there, can, do you recall, I don't know, because you're a lot younger, but do you recall movies before Blade Runner that were all kind of in that, that area, or is it that one kind of started that kind of? I don't of even think movie? I was alive when Blade Runner came out. No, but I mean, <laughs> oh, you shit. watch older movies and that kind of stuff? Um, I'm trying to think. Where you, where you would think like before Blade Runner there was. Like sci-fi movies like that? I mean, like Alien, right? But Alien wasn't in cities. Yeah. Alien was in space. I, I honestly, off the top of my head, I can't really think of dystopia style sci-fi movies, because even like Tron, right? That was a sci-fi movie but it was tech sci-fi yeah um not dystopia uh i mean i think one of the earliest dystopia movies that i ever saw was like akira yeah akira from the 80s only it was animated yeah. not not you know live action um speaking of that did you see alita i did see alita i really liked it wasn't it good yeah yeah and it had that same kind of it was a little more um because i because i've seen the, the manga and the manga is very dark yeah um and if you stuck to the manga, it'd be a very hard rated R movie. Right. But this was a PG-13 movie because, you know, you get it appeals to the masses. You make more yeah. money that way. And it wasn't as futuristic, dystopian as I would have liked it. It did have that, like, upper class, like, yeah. in the sky and lower class people in the bottom. But it wasn't dystopia, like, there's no hope. Yeah, they seem to have – because if you've seen the animated version – yeah, everyone like it sucks. You don't want to live there, right? And in this one, you have a job, you live all right, you'll be all right. Yeah. <laughs> have you seen it? No. It, so, it, so, it was so, it was really yeah. good. All right, well. Yeah, it's it a hell of a lot better. Robert Rodriguez, by the way, director. Really? Did he yeah. direct it or produce mm -hmm. it? Directed it. Yeah, nice. uh, Cameron produced it. Oh, okay, okay. But yeah. And um, no, I, I Was that it. on Netflix? Mm, I don't think so. I think it just came out on Blu-ray not too long ago. Oh, yeah, because okay. it was a it came out in theaters. Yeah. Okay, so I'll watch it. Yeah, oh, so, I know the one I know you're talking, exactly like, talking about. She has big eyeballs. Yeah. It's still hot. It's still hot out there. We can't talk about it too much or give it away. But they set it up for a sequel. Yeah. And I hope they do. 
I really hope they do because um, I, I'm. You know what? A lot of people. I don't want to spoil anything. I'll just say the ending. I really like how the ending. You know how they have that, that. Well, throughout the movie, there's that city. Even in the trailers, you see there's that, that the city, city in the sky, sky yeah. or whatever. You don't really get a glimpse at that, and I'm glad we did it because. Well, because that, that was the plot of the first movie. Yeah. The plot of the movie was like, okay, if. You haven't seen it, but it's kind of right. like. Um, uh, did you ever watch The Running Man? The Running Man. Oh, they, that's a futuristic dystopia movie, but it didn't really show anything outside the arena. The Running Man with Schwarzenegger. Oh, in the eighties, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So like it, the premise of that movie is like if you win the death match, you get to go on this vacation. But then right. you really find out that they don't. They just really kill these people. Yeah. But in in Alita, Fuck. same concept where these lower class people live in like actual ground level, mm-hmm. while the you know rich people live in this floating city. But if you become one of the champions in their race system, you get to go live in the city. Right. So, like, that's what they're trying to do. Oh, okay. And that's funny because nobody's seen it. Nobody's seen what? they never seen the city, but they everybody wants to go. Oh, okay. they okay. seen it. And the, as us as the audience, we don't see it either. Because we're peasants. Yeah, I guess so. But I'm I'm excited about it because they could have done it. They could have gone up there, and I think it just made it. It would have the idea of what could be is more interesting to me than right. that one little glimpse you saw. And yeah. Five years later, get the sequel. Yeah. No, I rather would have like built okay. it up for me. Speaking of uh, get, <laughs> the arena or winning something and then winning a vacation, getting to kill, and we're all over the place. But one of my one of my favorite movies and uh, what's his name of the the Transformer director? Um, uh, yeah, Michael Bay. Michael Bay. I love his Island movie, dude. That was a good movie too. Um, I don't know why people like to shit on Michael Bay movies. Like uh, we had people. Uh, okay, okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. Couple. I'm gonna go sit there and I'm gonna turn off my brain and watch things explode for two hours. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's a. I'm. I'm. I'm wait. Wait. Island with. Uh, the Charles Johansson. Okay. And yeah. Ewan McGregor. Yeah. Okay, okay. Have you seen it? That's the one exact. Yeah, I love that movie. Oh, dude, it's fucking. How I love that movie. It was great. I fucking love it. Buscemi's in it, right? Yeah. He gets killed now. Spoilers, dude. What the fuck? The, uh, the, trailer, <laughs> the trailer for Bad Boys 3 is out. I haven't seen the trailer, but is Michael Bay directing that movie? No, no he's not. No, he's uh, not. We actually we had a whole thing about it. We had a, we did a, an episode. Cash or Trash? No. Who's directing that movie? Well, let's find out. Some guy. Some guy? I, I said Trash. I'm not gonna watch it. Really? And it wasn't so much because it was Michael Bay or not. I just I saw the trailer. But remember, we're going off the trailer, so the trailer didn't move me. What is it called? Bad Boys for Life, right? Yeah. Martin Lawrence looks like he's he's pretty old. He didn't age well. Um. Yeah, dude. But like, yeah, I get what you say about uh, Michael Bay because when I think of Michael Bay, I like The Rock. Right. The, yeah. The, the Rock is The Rock. A lot of people don't believe me when I tell them this, but The Rock is in the Centurion Collection. Really? Yeah. Like The Rock was the first movie of its kind. That was like not an '80s action movie, but was like a full-on like blockbuster with a plot and not not something like you know over-the-top Schwarzenegger like in Commando where he's just like carrying a giant log and right, right, right. trying to make light of everything while being serious. Like The Rock was an actual movie that attempted to be a drama, but it was a serious movie right. and it had uh, uh, Sean Connery Nicholas and, and Nicholas Cage who just come off of an Oscar for uh, Leaving Las Vegas. Yeah, and it being yeah. the like, actor from The Abyss. What was his name? He was in it. Oh was yeah, yeah, yeah. He was yeah. the general. Yeah, but yeah, that movie's in the Centurion Collection, and a lot of people are like, "What?" And I'm like, yeah. "Yeah, Michael Bay made that movie." I'm like, "Yeah, I know." That's a good movie. Yeah, Armageddon. I'll watch it every time it's on TNT. Armageddon. Yeah. I like Armageddon. I like The Rock. I, I love The Island. Um, I like The Island too. I like Transformers. You you were kind of you weren't too crazy about Transformers. Uh, the first one, I can I like. I like Transformers. I like man. the first one, especially my, that free. Mary told you that free wing scene when they're fighting. Yeah, my issue with the with the Transformers movies that to a certain point you can't tell what the fuck's going on. They're That's fighting. how I felt about the first one. Yeah? Yeah, it's like when they're fighting, the camera's up so close, and there's a, literally like a million moving parts inside the Transformers right. that are constantly transforming. Right. As the fights are going on, you're like, I don't know what the fuck's happening. Yeah. 
<laughs> they, and then when they transform, they don't like some except Optimus Prime and Bumblebee. Really, who has a color that stands out? You can tell who is who. That's what I liked about. Uh, well, well. Have well. you seen Bumblebee? I didn't see Bumblebee. Okay, that's probably the best Transformer movie out of, out of all of them. Really? Really, dude. Really? Really. And it's a typical E.T., Mac and Me kind of story. <laughs> you know what I mean? Then I don't Except it's a it. fucking Transformer. Does it reference at all the other Transformers? Like, is it in the same universe? Yeah. Oh, so no, the- no. As far as the... Yeah. That's well, the okay. part, dude. Like, I, it's like it's so it's it, like it has one foot in. So, but in in watching it, like, if you were to watch it after seeing the other Transformer movie, would you say that this movie happened before or after the other Transformer movies? I would say if you were gonna, if you think about it, it would be before. But that's the thing about this movie. It almost it has one foot in reboot and it has one foot in sequel, no way. prequel. So I can't tell. At the end of the day, you can't tell. There's a scene at the end that should give it up. You'll be able to kind of tell which way it goes. So if you haven't seen it, dude, take a look at it because. To me, that's one of the things that you could tell, even when they transform, you're able to tell who's who. Right. That's a big thing. You know what I mean? To me, like, oh, okay. Well, they're also very unique cars. Like, one's a yellow, bright yellow Camaro, right. yeah. and the other one's a semi-truck. Well, I, but I think they go, I think they kind of really, I think that was a thing with people. Yeah, that, but wasn't that the whole thing that uh, Autobots were cars, mainly? That's the, that's the problem. That's the other issue. That's what I'm saying. No, no. But I'm saying, based on the cartoon, yeah. there were Autobots, and the Decepticons were mainly... Jet Airplanes. fighters, and yeah. yeah so. so the Autobots were Autobots because they were cars, right? But in the Transformers movies, you you still have bad guys who are cars, and that may right. have happened. That may have happened towards the end of the cartoon series, right? Where they started having like these vehicles that were that were bad guys or whatever, okay. cars, especially like the that fucking construction the construction con, yeah. You know, we have <laughs> construction con. But um, on the Bumblebee, it was more of a story. It's a little more. It's a little smaller scale. But it's enjoyable. And like I said, it's your typical Mac and Me E.T. kind of, Right, you know, and it revolves around one Transformer yeah. and one, one main character, and not a city being destroyed and three plots. And, and even Mark though there Wahlberg's is action, in there is, you, you're going to get some... You're gonna, not directed by Michael Bay. No. Okay. But, you know... You can, oh, wait a minute. Bad Boys isn't being directed by Michael Bay. No, this is the... Uh, I was going to tell you right now. It's, it looks like it has two directors. It says uh, Adil El Aribi. No idea who that is. And um, Bila... Yeah, I have no idea. No idea who those guys are. Yeah, um, click on them. Maybe they direct something else. Oh, yeah, but yeah. what I'm thinking now is, I'm okay. So they're not. Since Michael Bay's not directing this movie, we're not going to get the airplane flying over the fake Miami sign shot. Oh, yeah. Was it? In, was it in the trailer? I don't know, but that's like Michael Bay's Miami shot. I know they try to do the that game. You know that when they get up thing, mm-hmm. the camera, under the hero it. shot. Yeah, the hero shot thing. But uh, have you seen the trailer? I don't want to spoil it. For you. I haven't seen the trailer. I don't think. Watch the trailer. I don't want to spoil it because right, they right. do they do a variation of that. But it for what movie? Bad Boys is for Life. Oh, Okay, yeah. But uh, I'll show you. In the trailer, is there is there the the Martin Lawrence Will Smith shot where they're like ah they're pointing at each <laughs> they're other? They're bantering. No, that shot's not in there. I didn't see no. it. I don't, I don't recall it. I don't know. This guy's right here. One of them has done a movie called Black Image, a gangster. I don't know. These they, they don't look like any movies that I ever seen. There must be like young new directors, some hip new guys from music videos or something. Those usually turn out to be really awful uh, film directors. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I like I'm the serious. Pause. Because wasn't that guy from the Jackie Chan movies music video guy uh, from the what do you call it with the uh, Chris Tucker? Oh, okay. So yeah, I was gonna talk about him, Michael Bay, and a, and a few other directors that came out of an agency called Propaganda Films. Mm-hmm. That one group of film directors, they came out to become, you know, commercial music video directors that turned into actually really good feature film directors. Mm-hmm. But typically music video directors, especially music video directors in like the last decade or shit, even since the year 2000, tend to be horrible film directors because they're like, oh, yeah, let me do what I do for a music video. I'm like, you can't do that for two hours. 
Right. Like you're choppity chop 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 chop. Let me just add edits in wherever the fuck I want and these random wacky filters. Yeah. That's not gonna work for a narrative, and that's not gonna work for a ninety minute two hour movie. Well, this guy he doesn't have a. And there's actually no acting, like virtually no acting in the music video. So right. you directing an artist that's a musician who's pretending to be singing with a track behind them. That's like okay, cool. You're directing this, and so is the DP, but you're not actually directing the acting right. or giving notes on uh, deliver this like this versus that. Let's feel more of this. Right. Let's set the tone for that because it's a fucking music video. Yeah, and if, in a music video, you fuck up. You can fix it where you can't really tell. Right, you fucked up. Chop, 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 yeah, chop. yeah, like, yeah, fuck it. He was doing, he was holding the cup. Yeah, I see that he directed um, Snowfall, like an episode, I guess, of that. Something called Gangster, some short films. But there's not a lot on the history. So, like I said, it's probably one of those new, new guys. He's doing Beverly Hills Cop 4. There's another one coming out? It says, uh, he's, it says announced. With Eddie Murphy? Uh, Is it, check, check, click it, click it. See if Eddie Murphy's in it. Uh, we're going to find out. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like it is because I see a picture of Shrek. Yeah, Eddie Murphy. Nice. So, wow. I wonder what that'll be about. Uh, He's old. Axel, he was old Axel Foley at this point, I think, is going to be like the lieutenant of the place in Detroit, but he has to come to LA, and that one guy has to be in the movie. Uh, no, no. Uh, the tall, goofy white guy yeah, with yeah. the curly hair. Because I think the one with the mustache passed away. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. He came out on a. But he should be in the movie too. Richmond High. The Fast Times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fast, yeah, fast Times. Time. Yeah. And I don't know what the plot's going to be, but it's got to be something where now it's Lieutenant Axel Foley, and yeah. he's in Los Angeles, and. <laughs> Beverly like... Cops 3 was about the amusement park, right? Yeah. Park, the counter- counterfeit, counterfeit money or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Did you like that one, dude? I didn't mind. I kind of liked it. Uh, yeah. Not too crazy, about, too that crazy about that one. I was. I like. I love one and two, but three. Uh, Which three. one was two? Two was the one where he had like the Ferrari and he was driving it around, and they're like, "Oh no, it's part of my gimmick." I don't know. And I then think that he, was part one. when he moves to Los Angeles, yeah, he, he gets into a house that's getting construction. Yeah, yeah. Is that part two? Yeah, that was okay. Because the one he stays in the hotel. Well, guys, uh, uh, any last words on um, Blade Runner? I think we covered it. I like Blade Runner. Um, people creating content for Netflix and such ca- um, other companies. Stop throwing stuff in my face. Let it be. <laughs> let it be natural. Let it be normal. Let it be part of what it is. Like, yeah. Let it be. Yeah. yeah. Um, thanks for bringing me onto the podcast. Yeah. Oh, thank you very thanks. much for coming, Albert. It was a lot of fun. But uh, no, I definitely enjoy your your point of your point of view and on yeah. and you're knowledgeable about this stuff. You work in the industry, so you you know from the from you know from behind to the front. You know what I mean? Yeah. As far as that, yeah, so that's fun. Was, that's no, it was fun. Cool. It was fun. It was I had cool. fun. I hadn't seen you guys in a while either. So that was cool too. And uh, by the way, uh, Albert brought. Uh, Brought dinner food. tonight. Brought food. Oh, oh yeah, he brought us Carl's Jr. So thank you very much for that too. That yeah. was super cool. Yeah, that was not a plug. <laughs> yeah. We'll have Victor bring food next time, all right? Oh. Nice. Victor, again, thank you very much. Like always, dude. You're welcome. Making me sound super cool. And? And smooth, yes. And smooth. Don't forget smooth. smooth. Well, guys, everybody, thank you again. Just want to remind everybody, we do have our uh, social media things going up, which is, uh, well, we have, we have them up. The Facebook, the Instagram, and the Twitter. You guys can all follow those. And also, um, uh, be a part of the conversation. Go ahead and leave your comments. We're, we'd love to hear them. And uh, like Albert suggested, maybe we'll get a snap thing going on. Snapchat. A snap and a... And a, and a chat. And a chat and an offer up. All right, guys. <laughs> an eBay account. An eBay account. All right, guys. Thank you very much. Have a good one. This has been fun. There. Good night. <laughs>